All right, never mind. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to burn call or something. I should have <laughs> Oh, shoot. What's going on, everybody? No cool down. Episode 17. We are here for another week. Another another round of news, entertainment, all types of goodness brought to you by two lovely gentlemen that you're seeing on your screen and here right now through your headphones or whatever audio device you are using. Uh, another week, I'm your host with the most that man trip. You know, we're, we're here, we're chilling, we're doing our thing. And with me, of course, as always, is uh, my, my trusty partner in crime, the, the the podcast partner in crime, you know, saying tag team and the shit, Shaq and Kobe style. When easy, how you doing, bro? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Cannot complain. Ah, uh, yeah, man. It's, 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 been, it's been a chill week, man. It's a lot of shit dropping, bro. Like, oh my, yeah, no, nah, I, I, we, we were talking about it before, before we started recording and stuff. But yeah, Gundam Evolution, that joint is actually yes. looking really fun. Yes, um, I actually was playing that before the podcast even started. I was like sitting there, like, "Damn, how much time do I got left?" Like, I was like, 50, I think it was like I got off at like one fifty, and I was like, "Do I have enough time for another game?" I don't know because that queue time is a little like I was like calculating. Um, I'm jumping literally right after this. I'm jumping back into it. It's it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Hey, slip, slip, man. I can't even lie right now. I I, I can't wait because I got a code. I'm ready to play, and you know. I'm, I'm itching. I'm itching because this whole work week is done. I closed my work laptop and I almost threw it out the window out of like straight, like, you know, force a habit. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was like a reflex. But we trying to get on that, man. There's too much. There's too much good stuff happening this weekend. And of course, I got to I got to promo it out there, man. 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts. The event is coming uh, in two days. We might see some crazy shit. You might see me flip shit on the timeline. And if you do, mind your business. All right. Mind your business. It's it's a, it's an exciting time right now. All right. What day is it? What, what day is a, it's gonna be sun, it's it's gonna be Sunday, so we're gonna have like new stuff across the whole day. Now mm-hmm. I'm I don't know exactly what streaming like thing I don't know if they're gonna be streaming it at all, but I know news updates and stuff are gonna be flying across the whole timeline and shit. So I'm gonna be keep my eyes, my eyes are glued everywhere. Like I'm wearing this jacket all day Sunday. I hope you know, like <laughs> this is it's automatic. It's, this shit ain't coming off, but it is that is what it is. That's another that's another topic for another day. But yeah, man, a lot of stuff going down. News wasn't as as you know abundant this week, but we got we we scrounged together a couple of topics to talk about just to get a a quick little episode in. So yeah, man, let's let's jump into the warm up real quick. Let's get the let's get the knees ready. Uh, so first and foremost, it is official. Uh, with the release of the Tales from the Animus Bundle, Assassin's Creed is now in Fortnite with. Ezio Adatore de Firenze and Ivor Veteran's Daughter skins, emotes, Viking gliders, and a full gamut of cosmetic updates. Yes, I did want to say Ezio like that. If you hate it, whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> I just want to say it like that, dog. But yeah, this this is like the latest in like such a slew of so many partnerships and content updates for the Fortnite brand. And it's like every week now, there's been a new like major brand that just like hops into the Fortnite trend. And I, it's crazy to see, man. What you, what you think about this? It's it's pretty insane. Um, I'm not like shocked because Fortnite, if there's one thing Fortnite is about, it's about getting these collabs, it's about getting these skins. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing. I it's interesting to see uh the Ezio skins in the game, especially since like you can f- die from fall damage. I think mm-hmm. it would have been cool if they would have added like a little haystacks or something that you could like or maybe yeah. if like you fall from a height, you fall into like a trash can, like it won't do d- fall damage to you. I think that would mm-hmm. be cute. Um I I think a lot of Assassin's Creed fans are going to be happy about this. I enjoy it. And especially with the rise of players uh, due to no build mode, I can only imagine how how well this collab is going to do for them. Um, and 
depending on how well the collab does that only means more collabs because if if you find out that like oh fortnite the assassin's creed game skins sold for x amount of money or whatever like the collabs are only going to keep coming in that's a fact and i'm like can we solidly say that like fortnite is number one when it comes to like cosmetic work collaborations and all that stuff in the gaming space like gaming history is, is it time for that conversation it's so cosmetics and gaming i feel like aren't something that we were it hasn't even been a, around for as long as we want to say like um mm. it hasn't maybe because i can't even think back at a time where cosmetics were this important you know yeah. like even when i was in like borderlands 2 was like the first time i ever mm. saw like somebody selling a, a pack of skins or whatever yeah like actually yeah an actual marketplace for him i don't remember yeah. it being like crazy i know of course you got the armor sets and whatnot like the high boost armor from halo and whatnot but those weren't necessarily those weren't cosmetic based i'm talking about like the era of again these storefronts and actual like skin packs that you can either either purchase or unlock and that's the option for it i i feel like that's like what 20 maybe like 2012 2013 range to now yeah for sure like it definitely was like made the the one game i could think of was like maybe little big planet was like the first time mm. i saw like in a store like hey here's That's a costume true. for ratchet and clank or whatever it is one dollar or whatever mm. um and we've come such a long way from there i don't know if it's necessarily in the right direction or not but <laughs> fortnite is definitely up there i used to think when i was a big fan of overwatch i thought overwatch had the best skins but mm. Fortnite has the collapse, even League of Legends, which I thought was like now, which like a few months ago, I thought was better than Overwatch because they did they did a lot with their skins. Mm -hmm. um, they're not touching Fortnite just in the simple fact because you'll have a skin in like League of Legends where it'll be like uh, Arachnid Man. And it's like somebody that looks a lot like Spider-Man, but isn't yeah. actually Spider-Man, but they will be the actually game. put yeah. Spider-Man in Fortnite. And that's the difference mm -hmm. is that like the only other game that I can think of that has like fully licensed people is like the Lego games, but those mm -hmm. aren't like licensed skins those are just yeah. actual characters that are like playable to it yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i see that yeah for me yeah i i'm i gotta kind of tip my hat off bro like this is a salute to fortnite bro like it's it's rare to get that consistent influx of like clout and just collaboration between different companies and gaming you like of course we, that was a rare ass sight to see how many of you in a game that has nothing to do with anybody like again like playstation titles in whatsoever in Fortnite is a marvel in and of itself because they keep to their own. They do their own thing on that mm -hmm. side. You know what I'm saying? Xbox folks, they usually do that stuff on this side. You know, like it would be a super rap if they got Nintendo, but you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how far they willing to go with that. But listen, anything's on the table at this point. I'm, yeah. I'm not ruling nothing out because Fortnite has shown time and time again that they can pull these big deals and they can pull these big brands. And that only brings more eyes to one Fortnite, two gaming in general, and three the other franchise that are involved with these deals. So I mean, it's a it's a it's a win for everybody. I'm sure these deals are favorable for the people. So I have no doubt that it's actually a pretty uh, stellar stellar just you know experience for everybody around. They're like damn Fortnite, I gotta salute y'all for that. I gotta salute y'all. Yeah. If you were to go back in time to like 2006, 2007, and be like, hey, there's gonna be a game where you're playing as Ryu and I'm playing as Kratos and my friend is going to be playing as Master Chief. We're all going to be in the same game. We're going to be shooting guns together. Nobody would have believed you. Um, and a, here we are. And, a and a like, it's it's crazy. Um, and hopefully, like, these collabs will show companies like, yo, hey, we can we can all work together. Because I think, like, imagine if, imagine if, like, all the Fortnite characters or all the collabs, imagine if, this, if Fortnite was a fighting game. Like, we would all be losing our minds right now. Like, whoa, I'm playing as, like, Kratos. Or, or they just added Ezio into this. Like, it's Facts. it's crazy too much bro too much man like 
I might have to get a skin, bro. Might have to get a yeah, skin. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm not gonna say that I've spent money on the game already, but I, I my bank account did get lower the, wow. when I started playing the game. Wow, Fortnite actually make yo. You know, it was the last time I spent money on a cosmetic. You don't want to know. You honestly don't. I feel like the last time I did spend money on a cosmetic was Fortnite, like years ago. That mm -hmm. that might actually be the last time. But if they, yeah, if, they like if they tempted me like this, and I know me, I don't buy cosmetics or any extra stuff for nothing unless it's absolutely necessary. Like, yeah, they doing something right. They doing something right. Yeah. So sure. yeah. Shout out Fortnite, shout out Assassin's Creed. Uh, on to the next one. You know what I'm saying? We kind of staying in the Ubisoft lane a little bit. We now have official confirmation that Ubisoft is making its way into the mobile shooter space with Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege Mobile. Now, alpha testing is available now with the sign-up sheet, but there, this is yet another major series hopping into the mobile realm, trying to get some of that market share. So, I mean, the smaller question is, Rainbow Six Siege Mobile, are you looking out for it? No. Uh, not Fair even, enough. not even, a, not even a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I'm not either. But the larger question is, what do you see the mobile space being for these big IPs in the next couple of years? Because again, this is the big move. Another one. COD already made the jump. Apex is making the jump. PUBG already made the jump. There's so much, you know, investment going into these mobile markets now, even more than ever. Again, we we knew. The mobile market's always been popping. It's been a big, the majority of, you know, gaming sales over the past few years. And it's only expanding further. So, I mean, like, where do we go from here? Yeah, it's kind of insane. I remember the first, the first game I played on mobile, uh, the first shooter I played on mobile was actually Fortnite. Uh, when mm -hmm. they first released it, I was like, this is kind of insane. That, yeah. Like, I'm, and it was, it was funny. Like, it wasn't necessarily like me and my boys were like, yo, you guys squatting up. But like, mm -hmm. it was very interesting because we would be at like lunch it was in, when i was in college we would like be eating yeah. lunch and it's like yo i got like an hour before my next class yo you guys trying to play some fortnite and we would play and it was just funny because it was stupid because we, we all sucked because we were playing on yeah. mobile um and then like you know i just i dropped it after a while because i like having my phone you know i like having mm, phone yeah. battery like not not 1000 degrees every time you pick it up exactly Fair. like i don't want to i don't want to cook an egg on my on the <laughs> back of my phone but I remember playing that and being like, oh, this is so stupid. Nobody's going to play it. And then I remember maybe two or three weeks later, my girlfriend, me and my girlfriend played Fortnite all the time back then. And I remember her being like, you care if my brothers join? And I was like, no, sure, we can play. We can squad up. So her brother joined on the PS3 and then her little brother joined on his phone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, wait, he's playing on his phone? Mind you, it wasn't. And it's again, the thing about Fortnite that I really liked was that like to, to this day, it's not about being good. It's more about just playing with people and having mm -hmm. no real restrictions. And yeah. it was hilarious, all four of us playing, and then, like, hearing her little brother on her her other brother's mic, because he's playing on his phone, so he can't communicate with us, and he being like, no, you guys left me, and you're just seeing him, like, <laughs> walk around so slow and so stiff, but he was able to play with us, and I was like, this is mm. kind of insane. Yeah. Um, the one phone game I dropped, it's not even a phone game, it's just a game, but I played it a lot on my phone, was, like, Hearthstone. That was the first time where mm. I saw, like, mobile gaming, Got I was like, you. whoa, this is, like, a whole thing. I put, and I put money into Hearthstone back in my day. Mm. I don't not proud of it, but uh, that was like where I thought, where I saw like mobile. It's like, well, this is like a really huge market. And when you see how many people in other countries only have phone and only game on phones, like even if you go into Facebook right now, some of the, the biggest games on their streaming service are all mobile games. Yeah. And if, mind you, it's usually one thing that I hate though, if you're a mobile gamer, if you are a mobile gamer, you're playing Call of Duty mobile, you're playing any mobile game, and I see a keyboard and mouse in your hand, you are disgusting. 
disgusting. <laughs> I saw that so much when PUBG went free on mobile. Let me tell you how I use because I used to stream on Facebook and I would see people playing yeah. PUBG with a keyboard and mouse and they'd be like, oh, we just got our 30th win in the day. And it's like, yes, you did. You're on a computer <laughs> you're on playing on a like, what is wrong hey, yo, with you? I'm going to keep it a stack. Uh, I was playing Kyle Mobile, right? There was a good stretch of time where I was playing Kyle Mobile. And... <laughs> No, 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 listen, 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 listen. I didn't go, do it. Go ahead, I didn't, go ahead. I, didn't, I didn't plug in my controller, but I was finding a way to, I was trying to find a way to plug in my controller because the software <laughs> wasn't working. I had to use some computer program or like some, it was like Dolphin or whatever, and like put it on my computer to play and emulate like mobile games. I couldn't mm -hmm. figure it out. So I was just stuck with the hands. Now, albeit, I was still whooping people's asses continuously. <laughs> and it was the ultimate confidence booster. So shout out to Kai Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> but I could not find a way to plug in my controller, and it was a sad oh, day. Man. I was like, "Bro, that that, I wish I could do it, man. I would, <laughs> I would have won a hundred no. I would have won a hundred no, like th five games straight." And I didn't even like. I never really even had a problem with it. It was more so mm -hmm. like when I would see streamers doing yeah, it, they and they're like, "Yo, guys, we they just broadcast win. it like it's the we crazy just won thing." Another game. We're like the best. I'm like, no, no, we are not the best like, people because I don't see a, a tablet on your hands. In fact, you you're playing a six year old on a field trip right now, nigga. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, you're the like, best. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that is wildin'. That is wildin'. But I will say, shout outs to the mobile gaming community because it's always a place for me to come in and destroy random people. You know what I'm saying? Across the internet and get the ultimate confidence boost for myself when these tryhards and stuff on these other consoles and PCs doing their thing, sweating up a storm. And I just want to play games. I just want to live and have fun. So why not go to mobile sometimes, man? I, I will say this, though. The mobile market is going to be so ridiculously huge. It's outpacing us, but we don't. I think a lot of people, of course, because we're fixated on, you know, the console and PCs, the high end graphical stuff. And off the bounds of accessibility and, you know, again, mobile being everywhere because it's mobile, it's taking off. It's, it's about to start lapping mm -hmm. every other section of the gaming industry, like, and it's going to be fa like fast approaching. It, like, it's It's, it's already the biggest demographic. It's already, the, already. Even, like, even back when, when Candy Crush was, like, oh, rise, yeah. when it was in the oh, popular, yeah. like, From them that easily. That's a fact. It, and it's, it's funny because, like, you'll have people who go from mobile to you'll have that like migration because there's some people who will play on mobile and they're like i really enjoy this i want to play this in a more comfortable setting i don't want to be playing on my phone the whole time or i want to play it on, on my big screen um and it brings more people into the into the gaming culture making gaming more mainstream when you make it more accessible more people are interested in it because there's you there's so even i think among us was an, a huge wave of yeah. people getting into gaming especially in during the pandemic is like mm. they played among us on their phone they were playing with their friends and they're like how are you guys talking to each other it's like oh we're on discord oh what's discord it's on a computer so then they go and download among us on their computer and they're yeah. like oh what other games can i download on my computer and that's it's just mm -hmm. that's just a path to yeah. to gaming i think i don't think mobile gaming is bad at all um am i gonna play rainbow six siege on my cell phone no but there are people who are gonna download it and they're gonna try it and then they might be like, "Hey, I want to play Rainbow Six Siege, how normal people or like how it's usually played." And they're gonna pl they're gonna plug in a. Hopefully, they're playing on console. I mean, no, I was gonna say, hopefully they're playing on console. But Rainbow Six is toxic no matter where you play it. But like, you know, it'll it'll lead you into other stuff. And mm -hmm. I think it's gonna be great for the for the, the I guess the the community more because yeah. more players equals more money equals better games. Facts. That's a fact. And yeah, it's just wild. I remember like I forgot what phone it was it was a little like half like playstation phone like a lot like a half playstation ps like vita looking phone half regular cell talking phone. about the playstation go possibly possibly i, I think well, there was I, a playstation go and there, there was some it type was of phone it was like some phone mm -hmm. hybrid and i remember i had it for like a good while because i was like yo listen i just want this phone for the rest of eternity listen i will like i'll do whatever i need 
you know what I'm saying, to get this phone in. I got the phone in, and I remember playing that, like some some games like like Asphalt 6 or 7 or something like that, like way back when. And going from those days to seeing like how games were just starting to come out and, like, you know, really like develop on the mobile side to now, you see in PUBG, all these, all, you know what I'm saying, open world battle royales and stuff like that. Like, it's yeah. come a long way. And it's only accelerating at this point, man. So, I mean, shout out mobile. Honestly, it's going to be yeah. something to where people who are, you know, again, predominantly console and PC gamers, you might want to take a second look at some mobile games, you know, in, in the coming moment, you know, in the coming years and months and stuff like that. Like, there might be some stuff hidden on there that we might not be privy to. So, I, I would say keep a side eye on mobile. For sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. On to the last topic of the warm up, man. El Gato, El Gato, El Gato. When will you stop dropping tech on us, man? I, my wallet can only take so much. Anyways, so El Gato this week dropped some more tech on our head tops with the announcement of the HD60X capture card earlier this week. Now, with 4K60 HDR, the HDR10 pass-through, variable refresh rate capabilities, and more, this might be another W for the content tech brand. How are we feeling about the latest from El Gato? Ah. Uh um i can't wait to see some reviews on it i so my issue i love elgato i've never had an issue with an elgato product itself but i have had issues with elgato software um yeah. and i haven't checked it since i since i i switched over because it's always like i'll have problems with like this software but then i'll download their other software and it works way better yeah. um but i <sighs> Everything that they drop is kind of like like they have their ear they have their ear to the ground. They know what, mm -hmm. what people are asking for. They know what people like to do, or they know what people are what workarounds are or like. For example, like the foot pedal that dropped, it's yeah. always they know what people are complaining about, or and then they find what people are using as a workaround, and they're like, "What if we took the workaround and we made it like a staple? Like, what if we yeah. took what they're doing to to help this this problem and fix Make that a problem?" Product, yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy. I already own a capture card, though. I don't think mm -hmm. that's really going to change. Personally, I understand why they got the 4K uh, type stuff, and I get all that. But, like, yeah. 1080 for me is good enough. Like, I'm not ready mm -hmm. for 4K yet. I don't, I don't got the internet speed to be uploading stuff in 4K. Mm. But I can't wait to see this. I would love to try it out. If I, you know, if I get a... If I if I get a, a whatchamacall, if I get a they send me a nice little package, I'll definitely you know open it up and see what it's about. You know, send, send, yo, send it through. A little airdrop, you know what I'm saying, from the Fulton yeah. and whatnot. Drop the balloon on me, big dog. Drop the balloon, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it would be nice. It would be nice. Um, <laughs> but as of right now, I, I there's so many other Elgato like even this this green screen is an Elgato mm. product. I have so many Elgato products and so many in the in the shopping cart that it's like I don't need I don't need mm. the the 60x right now. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. For me, I just want to see the comparative performance next to an internal an internal capture card because oh, that's yeah. what my next step was like my next few upgrades for my for my rig and everything is probably going to be cpu big upgrade and then uh more hard drive uh, next like media up like medium upgrade and then uh the capture card if i can get it internally and if if the difference is negligible and this is cheaper i'll go with this but if there's a clear definitive like difference in performance like the like the 4k 60 internal still pretty good compared yeah. to the to, to this new shit i'll i'll be more like okay cool i'll just think i'll go get the internal then that's fine like yeah there's still a few things that are in the way for me to say oh yeah i need to drop everything and buy this like i still need to get a what's the name a a, a stream deck i still need to get a stream yeah. deck xl and that's going to take a little bit of time for me to like fully set out because i don't need it right now i haven't revamped certain things on my channel yet 
So it's kind of down the pecking order. So I, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I just want to see what the comparative benchmarks are between this, uh, the 4K60 or, or the, uh, the, the regular 60S and, uh, yeah, just the internal stuff. So if there's, there's any good definable difference, something I'm gonna look into. But yeah, man, Elgato, like they, their product team, their product and marketing team, like they be keeping real, like Sacagawea type vibes, man. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I I am very, very like I'm always impressed by them because of just their ability to again be real close and it, and the and I think it's because of the fact that other brands are so far away. The fact that they're relatively close makes it that much easier to be like, oh yeah, good job, y'all, y'all did good because they're right here. They just oh yeah, y'all want that shit? Cool, you know, we'll figure it yeah. out. So you they're know, listening to the people. It, it's it's interesting, but I think it. I think it could be actually pretty viable, but I just want to see the benchmarks when the reviews drop. Yes, that's and that's really important because I remember I had an external and I recently, not recently, but like I, I want to say like a year ago, I was like, I can't do this external thing anymore. Like, I, mm-hmm. I just can't not. I just it was a good product. If you're doing YouTube, it's phenomenal. It works. It does exactly what you needed to do. Um, all you need to do is learn how to sync audio to video and you're literally uh, you're fine. But when you're live streaming it, messed it up because it created a delay that I didn't like. And then as a live mm. streamer, like I don't mind doing a delay if I'm doing Apex or something, or if I'm there's, yeah. if there's a reason for the delay. But when you're a small streamer like me, um, or even when I was using it heavily, it, it sucked when I would have people come in and they think that I'm ignoring them. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not ignoring you, dude. There's just a delay. Like even now with YouTube, I'm still having issues with like, I think that my YouTube, I don't know if it's the internet speed or if it's just like the settings, but my YouTube, there's like a 10 second delay that I can't even control. Like that's not something mm-hmm. I can I can do anything about. And I'm not a big fan of it, but it's becoming about working around. But there's always a workaround you can you can work with it. So if your only option is an external, it's gonna work and it does it does wonders. You just yeah. gotta learn how to you know sync up the camera to the audio a little bit. But yeah. if you if you don't know how to do that as a content creator, it's a lesson you're gonna have to learn because it's gonna it's gonna happen. It taught me yeah. some. It taught me a valuable lesson. And I got my money's worth out of it. I'm not. I'm not upset with my with my purchase at all. So I would love to see what this what this external does for for the. For the uh, I would love to see how this external compares to the previous one. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. We're gonna figure it out, man. Uh, you know, just give me enough time to like talk to my wallet and see what we can do about this type of stuff because that's this is like I gotta sit down and talk to my cards. Like, bro, this is serious. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta have an intervention with half of them, so <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see what's going on down the road. But yeah, that's the warm up. That's some of these warm up topics. Let's get into some of the main stories of the week. Uh, so uh, of course, across this past week, we've had a fairly major update on the future of gaming, and namely game development. As Epic presented their keynote event, the state of Unreal for Unreal Unreal Engine Five, of course. Now the presentation detailed an array of improvements and fixes from UE4 and emphasized the level of ease and quick workflows and also dropped a couple of announcements, most notably the announcement from Crystal Dynamics that another Tomb Raider is in the works off of UE5. Now, I know we're not the most, you know, that we're not technical. We're not, this is not a dev podcast. It's not none of that crazy stuff, but they did showcase a lot of new, you know, again, new innovations in the gaming space. So I wanted to at least get your two cents on this, two cents on some of the announcements that we saw. What's going on with Unreal, man? Um, it's crazy that I see like they announced Unreal Five, and then I see like Fat Kid deals on Twitter dropping like, "Oh, this this uh, graphics card is now seven hundred dollars." Like they just like, keep posting <laughs> deals about graphics cards, and I'm just like, "What are y'all uh, trying to tell me, man? Like, what, uh, what 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 do they know?" But it's it's cool 
but as as a, as a broke boy i'm always thinking like damn am i gonna have to upgrade soon like is this gonna make, make a difference for me i'm playing games of this year and i'm already having to put them on like medium settings and i'm like damn it's not this john is like really pretty but like the pictures mm -hmm. that they draw that they drop were like stunning um i wonder what it means for games that are in development now i wonder when we'll see like it will it be a full transition over um i know that um cd project red announced that they were making another witcher game and they say that it was going to be on unreal i don't know if it's going to be on unreal 4 or if it's just going to be on unreal 5 that's the that's like a question is like all these people that are in development are they yeah. or even like do the people who are in development right now do they did they know about unreal 5 um when they started making their games no apparently they did not so i think as of that conference and as of that update it was it's now available to all developers and then a big sticking point actually in the presentation that i that that, that i went through they were like yo you can easily transfer the projects that you're working on now and integrate them into ue5 so if you're still working on ue4 cool but now they they were very very intentional and and they emphasize the fact that you can have an ease of transfer for all your assets and stuff into ue5 so i'm like that is really, really good for the people who are, again, in the middle, in between softwares and in between programs, trying to make shit work on one end. So your whole process ain't a bender. You got to take some shit out and redo some shit over there. I, I like that. So they they were very, they, they kept the developers in mind with that change. So I, that's what I saw. Yeah, it, it's hopefully, fingers crossed, they say it's as easy as they say it is because I cannot imagine. I don't know. Again, I don't understand how this works, but moving an entire project from one engine to a to the next I, I cannot imagine it's just gonna be like oh import all right guys yeah. let's wait for the, the files to import we'll be back in like three hours and then we'll, we'll keep knocking i'm not gonna lie out. there was a certain instance where he just showed an option he was like oh yeah yeah like for certain assets that you already have loaded up in ue like in, in ue or whatever it's like oh yeah it's just like a couple buttons and clicks like he showed like a little pop-up menu and stuff to transfer stuff over i'm like that looked Damn. easier than i think it should have been yeah. i am not sure but it 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 is interesting to see honestly from my, like kind of like the bird's eye view and like again from an outsider's perspective of the yeah. development tools like seeing uh i'm forgetting what some of the technology it was like luminosity or lumen or something like that with the lighting technology and how easy it was yeah. to kind of plug different stuff in there was actually a demo for like they had like a i guess a base shooter like they can they basically said they have they have a couple programs and a couple games that you can actually just build off of the base so they came with they came with this this um this um this third person shooter game, look really bare bones and stuff like that. But they were just showing off some of the tech and how like okay he was just in this whole menu where it's like an open lobby an open form. He paused the game. He he went in back into developer mode and he's just like oh yeah cool. What if we change the color of the floor here? Boom! And he just like he dropped it one time and the whole color of the floor changed like the light reflections and off of everything. Yeah. And he changed the angle of the light so the light was under the map so it was nighttime and it just yeah. completely changed like. The changes were that quick and fluid. I'm like, yo, if that capability, if we got into this point in level of capability, like that's insane to see and seeing and how it's going to be applied in all these different types of environments and stuff is honestly crazy. Like it looks really, really, really cool, honestly. But this is my question. Now, this kind of ties to Unreal and what the development process is. I, is it time to, again, close down the shop on the last gen is it time to really start locking it down on the last generation of games for the development future of video games like what what, what do you think about that um ps5 came out in 2020 correct um, yes. if i'm not mistaken yes it's 2022 
I would say by 2024, we should be phased out of it. Um, I think by 2023, there shouldn't even really be like an emphasis for for PS4. And it, it's a shitty thing to say, because I know mm-hmm. that there's a lot of people who still haven't been able to get PS5s or can't even afford PS5s. I get it. I, I, I promise you, I understand. Um, but I, I also can, can say without a shadow of a doubt that in four years, it's, if Unreal Engine 5 just dropped, in four years, you don't want those games that they're gonna be making for the PS4. Um, they're just Facts. not. They're just not gonna be good. It's gonna be bare bones. Unless you want arson in your house. Yeah, like the the PS5 was struggling running Rainbow Six. I mean, the PS4 was run, struggling mm-hmm. run, running Rainbow Six when I had it. So like, I can only imagine what it's gonna look like when when the next uh, any shooter go- drops. It's gonna be it's it's crazy. The PS4, I love it to death. Great system. But I think it might be time to start to start phasing it out. Like even now, we even have mm-hmm. like Ratchet and Clank wasn't backwards compatible. It's only on mm-hmm. PS5. Same thing with um. Well, no, not not with Miles Morales. Miles Morales is also on the PS4. Like PS4, but yeah, yeah. You start like to that, see that they trend. Had, yeah, you're like Miles was like I think the last time they were like yo triple like exclusive focus on the PS4. I don't think the new New Horizons on PS4 now. So mm-hmm. like I think that what's going to happen is this year we're still going to see some overlap with like ubisoft and uh, like third-party people who have been working on games already um 2023 we're going to still see some indies on ps4 but by 2024 i feel like the ps4 is going to be kind of out on its way out like they might drop indies Mm. for stuff because indies can run easily on like if it can run on a switch it can run on a ps4 that's that's a Mm. no-brainer but i times move on Really, and that's just the that's the that's the plight of the console gamer. Like that's just what you. A lot of people will make fun of PCs. Like, oh, you paid two thousand dollars to play the same game I paid five hundred dollars to play on. And it's like that's true, but I don't, I don't gotta pay two K every ten years or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I can upgrade as I go, whatever. Like that's the plight of. Unfortunately, that's the plight of uh, PlayStation. Is that like your yeah. console eventually will become irrelevant because they yeah. sell hardware. They're trying to sell more hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's for me, I think it's high time. Honestly, I think it needs to be early in 2024. Like if we can start Ooh. really again, really ramping up the phase out for some of these games by next year. <laughs> now, listen, <laughs> I, un- <laughs> let them know. Yo, brokies, I, you're I, fucking I, it up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to We're say it like play that. games over here. <laughs> Dang, bro. Hey, man, I didn't even mean to say it like that, bro. He said that, not me. He said it. He said it. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm just saying this. There is a lot of considerations that go into, again, the development process. And with last gen still kind of being on the bandwagon on the end of that, you know, consideration set, that somehow puts people in some predicaments. A la Cyberpunk. People wouldn't even want to look at yes. that game because of the last gen, you know, saying requirements. On next gen, it was like, you know, okay, PC, it was fine, but besides like a few bucks and clicks, they got it out. Like console, PS5, Xbox One, like Series X, it didn't even come out yet. So like the people really couldn't consider it. But I'm pretty sure it was fine when it dropped. Last gen, it must be so hard for them to again work on it in its purest form on PCs and stuff like that, and then backtrack it to a lower form. It's like it's like what's the name? Demastering games, but then they don't mm-hmm. work at all. Like you've seen yeah. the demasters of like blood, blood, like Bloodborne and stuff like that. Yeah. But what if they don't work at all? Like it just doesn't yeah. translate. I, that must be so time consuming for them 
that it's just it, it's hard, man. Those transition periods in console between console generations and stuff must be the toughest times for developers because they have to again worry about making their game as best and and, and as best as possible in all departments, fidelity, gameplay, all the type of smoothness and stuff within new technology and focusing for the future, and also have to again consider all their past with like you know how do we scale this down to certain things and some people have done it well like look at how like again yeah horizon i want to say was yeah horizon was on ps4 yeah, yeah uh, right the new one the new one yeah the new one i believe it is on ps4 and people were like yeah it looks it looks fine yeah it look, actually looks really good because they had time to consider that stuff but for people with bigger like wider i guess audience sets multi-platforms or whatnot there's a lot more stuff that they have to get involved with to actually put out a really good product all around. And that's where people get tripped up. And again, for the sake of pushing games to be the best they can be on all fronts, I'm like, we got to start working to phase it out. Now, this yeah. also means that we have where we're dependent on, you know, a set of materials for a console to be shipped out more often. Again, the chip shortage is still a thing. So we're still yeah. getting impacted by that. So once that ramps back up, I would say it's contingent with that. If if the chip shortage goes, if the chip shortage like you know again subsides a little bit, and that means consoles can get pushed out, that's that same time frame that we need to follow with the end of you know major like I guess major um, game drops and and uh, previous console support like yeah. like last gen console support. That's what we need to kind of line it up with because as soon as that's good, you can ship more units out. We need to be focused on the next stuff, man. Because listen, there's only so much these jet planes is gonna use, bro, before they blow up in their face, bro. Like it's there's yeah. only so much more jet plane usage that's left in the ps4 before it just ticks out you know what i mean yeah and i understand it's had it's a good a, run it's had a fantastic run but again now it's time to keep it pushing forward man the future's now old man the future's now yeah. <laughs> that's that's my two pieces on it but yeah shout out to that shout out to the tomb raider tomb raider still alive uh big ups to them happy for them this is the best time for a tomb raider game uncharted is currently not making any more games you, nothing you got a lane run please you got you gotta run a lane a lane that y'all started so i mean like well technically y'all started but you know what i'm saying at least in the game space y'all started but you're like come on I man like we're 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 gonna say that for another day <laughs> but yeah man that's enough for unreal shout out to them i don't got no i don't got nothing to do with development myself but shout out to the game developers out there you guys are fantastic you know what i'm saying for sure Man, one day I'm gonna be a writing contributor for that shit. I'm only write one line that's in the story. I'm gonna make sure there's one line that's in there and just contribute to that part. And I'll be good. Right for one character, just one yep. character, just one, just one. <laughs> All right. In some smaller news, this week we saw the release of the Chrono Cross: The Radical Dreamers Edition, which is an HD update for the original JRPG game across uh, across coming from a last gen consoles, the PS4 and Xbox One, the Switch and Steam. Uh, thoughts on this again we just got off this last con like the console conversation why is it only on last gen and not on ps5 xbox series x i i do not know but this is definitely a game that i literally think they could just copy and paste it and be like copy or like just take the file and name it like dot ps5 and then send it to sony like you'll put this on the ps5 because it's again if it's on switch it can run on it can run on everything really Facts. um protocross is iconic well Chrono Trigger is literally iconic, probably one of the best RPGs of our time. Um, mm -hmm. Probably one of the best RPGs, period. It dealt with nice. time travel in a way that is phenomenal. To this day, I beat myself up for not beating it, but I also just don't have the time to beat it. It's so big. Nice. Um, or beating it with like all like the, the things like 13 endings or something crazy like that. Mm. Um, the reason I actually haven't played it is because I played it on the DS, which is arguably the best version of it because it had like animated cutscenes. Like it was, it was super, it was super dope. Um, 
Chrono Cross is very interesting. I love playing old RPGs on the Switch. Uh, anything turn-based, I feel like, has a good home on the Switch. Yeah. Just because of course. handheld, any way you play it, you're going to enjoy it on the Switch. And really that's where, that's where a lot this? of them that's where a lot of them lie like again you think about like uh fire emblem and like all that that fandom fire emblem, there, pokemon they rock with it all the old final fantasies i bought final fantasy 9 on mm. my switch i never beat it but i bought it and it was really really good the reason i haven't beat it is because since it's an old it's an old game i stopped playing it because i had like yeah. tests or whatever when i came back i'm like i have no idea what the fuck i gotta do here yeah. I, can, oh, I don't man. even know i don't even know what happened i don't even know what happened before and i'm i put too many hours to restart this like we're we're way too deep we're just oh, gonna <laughs> we're just gonna pretend like we beat it um but phenomenal game uh i love chrono trigger and i wanna i wanna try this one out but I'm I'm broke, baby. This this <laughs> past quarter, I ain't got it. I don't got it. I don't got it for nothing. The next game I'm looking at is in the fall. Like that's the next time I'm buying a game. Mm. I feel that. I feel that, man. Again, for me, I got nothing much, much nothing much more to say than listen. This is this is like a part of game and heritage. So I mean, you should probably give this a look if you haven't tried it. You know what I'm saying? I personally have not played Chrono Cross. I've I played some of Chrono Trigger, so it's like going back and paying homage and understanding what's going on here. <laughs> Like, I haven't played a turn-based game in a long time, actually. Like, it's been a good while since I played a good turn-based game. And, I'm like, I used to like them a lot. I just kind of, like, dipped off it for, for some reason. But, you know, I might actually get it, get back into it with this. I might go buy it on my brother's Switch or on Steam. It's on Steam. So yeah, it, I, it's I on might, Steam. It's everywhere. So I might get it there, and then we get it popping like that, man. I honestly, like, again, shout-out to Chrono Cross. Yeah, shout-out to the whole Chrono series. Some of the best music as well. This shit is fire. But yeah, man. Yeah. Why wasn't it on <laughs> PS5? And I'm just, whatever. I'm just going to save that question I for another know. day because I don't know, man. I don't know. It's very, very confusing. But it is what it is. Shout out to Chrono Cross. The AC port is available now. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like an advert. Hey, yo, they're not paying me for this, though. They're not paying me. They're for not that. paying. Oh, not they want to send some, some copies. If they want to send some copies, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not yet, though. Not yet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On to the next uh, news story of the day. According to an official report, the bullet time badass known as Max Payne is officially back as Remedy Entertainment are set to remake the first two games in the titular characters video game series. Now, using the same game engine that was developed for Control, the Max Payne remakes are being financed by Rockstar Games as a standalone AAA title under the Remedy banner with work only being done in the conceptual stages so far. So it's coming. It's on the way. The OG Max Paynes are coming back. How you feel? What's going on? I got it. it's Max Payne uh, was one of the first games I've played on PS2. Um, I remember playing I like when I saw this, I didn't even like it was a weird moment because I never thought I was going to see Max Payne again. When I beat Max Payne three, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that like this is That's it. it. This mm-hmm. is this is just it's like it's like literally was like somebody who was like it's like your grandpa dying. It's like, hey, thank you for everything you've did. Like I don't, I don't want to keep Facts. you here longer than you need to be, because I know they don't want you here. Like, and not even like it was just, I just felt like, yo, if this is, if this is your time, then this is but your yeah, time. This right is an amazing experience. Like, I, I thought, I thought this was a great time. The fact that they're like, when I thought they, when I read the article at first, I was like, oh, they're gonna remaster it. I'll buy the remaster because I really like, I really love Max Payne. Yeah. Then I saw like remake. I'm like, no, they're bringing, they're, they're bringing it back. Like, I, I don't believe it. Like, I just don't. I don't. I remember to this yeah. day, like me and my brother sitting there and being like, "Bro, why can't we just do bullet time all the fucking time, dude? This game is so like it's insane. It was such a cool ass concept, and I'm really mad that Max Payne was the only game that was like, 
yo, let's put shit in slow motion. And like, all the time. At, like, at all, bro. Like, at, like mm -hmm. it's always, it's such a good fucking concept. And it's so, like, the mm -hmm. game in itself, it's so good. The stories are, eh, I mean, I can't, honestly, I can't remember the stories too much outside of three. Three had a pretty solid story. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, the, the concept of one, phenomenal. It's like, yo, we're going mm -hmm. in there and, uh, this dude loses his wife, loses his kid. He's going to yeah. revenge. You're running out there with a the double Berettas, just, right, just jumping all over the place. Like all that directions, bro. All directions. When you, out, when you clear a room out, <laughs> the last dude goes into a slow mo death, and you can oh, see yeah. your boy. Oh, you just did the trail, like, yeah. bro. You know, you know how many times I've wasted ammo just because it was the last guy. And it was just like, like it was so insane, dude. Oh man, Fire. phenomenal game franchise. I'm happy to see it back. It's honestly, and when Max Payne 3 ended, I literally couldn't, I was like, why is nobody doing slow-mo? Like we have the Matrix. Everybody loves the Matrix, but nobody wants to do slow-mo like gunfights, whatever, bro. I was just like, it is what it is, but I'm so fucking happy that we're seeing this. And I'm happy that it's not like a, a Max Payne definitive edition like they did with the trilogy yeah, nah, of uh, Grand Theft nah, Auto. Nah, like I'm happy this nah. is like, hey, we're a making full flesh. Yeah, and then shout out to Remedy because I know Remedy wouldn't want to do their series like that. I feel like Remedy yeah, for sure. would take better care than than other than you know like Rockstar in general. But yeah, <laughs> I, I I I am in full agreement with you on on many of these points. Um, again, gaming owes Max Payne some respects in the sense that they brought bullet time to the forefront. Like there, I think there was like I did some research on this too. There was actually like a couple of games that like did like a loose concept of it. Like Unreal did like okay, they had a mode like a, a kind of like a hidden mode as a part of the game. It was like okay, you could kind of go slow mo, but it wasn't really an established thing. And it was like one other game before that in like '98 or '96 or something like that. That was like okay, you can kind of go like slow mo for a little bit, but it wasn't like an actual like a full fledged thing. This was the first instance in gaming, to my knowledge, where. It all came together. The big bullet time event, you know what I'm saying? The the whole system, the moment, like it's it's a classic and it brought a whole different concept that is so prevalent. The GTA you play now is based off of the gameplay of Max Payne, specifically Max yeah. Payne 3. Let's keep that a double stack. Y'all would not play GTA today if it was not for Max Payne 3. Let's let's <laughs> let's keep that a bundle real quick. So all the people playing RP right now in the streets and all that stuff, you need to say, go say thank you to, to Max Payne. You need to go say thank you because all that gunplay and all that stuff like that, the, the, the movement, that's Max Payne. That's literally Max Payne. So I, I, I feel very, very happy that this game is actually coming back in a full-fledged remake format. Like, this is serious. Like style? Oh, my God. Bro, they or might, the music? They might as well... They might as well go to whole the, the whole nine yards and just put Sam Lake's face back on the main character, bro. Just just oh put his just God. put the guy's whole face back on there. Just put his whole character model. <laughs> like that was the whole that was his face. The whole was just his <laughs> facts, bro. But his, his his wife died, and he was like, "Oh no, baby, please, oh no." Oh my God, the oil painting cop, like, bro, that game, you were, oh my God, don't even get me started. Uh, and like the way he would talk, you would just be like, it's cool. Like it, it would literally just be like, I'm burning up like a, straight, like a whore in church. Like, like, like talking like that. <laughs> it was, so, it was so, it was so late 90s, bro. It was late night, early 2000, just the, the, the unnecessary grit, the unnecessary grit. Oh, there's so yeah, much man. grit. Max Payne, uh, again, fantastic series, and I'm glad it's getting its just due. I can't wait to hear about this, man. Because Remedy been cooking. They got, what, five projects now in the rotation? 
four or five. The next control, uh, oh, Alan Wake. Control. Uh, they got a shooter with Ten Cent. They got, and I think yeah, yeah, this, and then they probably got one more project that they're doing. Uh, what's it called? I I forgot one. What the hell? I think I forgot one. But yeah, uh, they have a few projects rolling around. I feel like they have enough time and bandwidth to make this happen. And I feel like this is again only conceptual right now. So we're gonna see probably like a twenty twenty seven. Maybe a 2028 release, probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's a decent overestimation. I hope on so. Time and whatnot, I hope it's yeah, nothing. Take your time. Here. Take your time. Yeah, it, I, I don't want it to be anything soon. They said it's only conceptual stages right now, so please take your time with this because this is a classic, an underrated classic franchise that needs to seriously be handled with care. So yeah, man. Yes. Max Payne. Shout outs. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right, on to the next, uh, you know, saying topic of the day. Uh, we don't really have any trailer trove news because it wasn't that big. We only got like one treasure, <laughs> so it's just his own story. <laughs> so we got word this week that uh, former Playboy billionaire philanthropist slash Iron Man actor Robert Downey Jr. is set to executive produce a Sherlock Holmes TV universe on HBO Max in the near future. Now, as a familiar actor who got to step up into the shoes of the famed detective, Sherlock Holmes reportedly has two shows. That Robert Downey Jr. will kick off in the SHCU, I think that's that's how you call it now. <laughs> so, I mean, thoughts on this, man? Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Sherlock Holmes, new shows. What's going on? Um, I need to go watch those movies because I was told they were good. I watched a little bit of it, but like, kind of just like, I'm I'm just not a big Sherlock Holmes fan. Like most people, like I I tried to read the book, um, and I remember I was reading a Sherlock Holmes book, mm-hmm. and he was doing coke, and I was like, what? And like, it wasn't even like, I I was unaware that he just regularly did that. And I was like, this is kind of crazy, but I never finished that book. Um, But I do think that Sherlock Holmes is an interesting character. I've, my girlfriend loves the show Sherlock. Like she is a fan of that show. It's one of the best shows on TV ever. Ever. I gotta gotta tap in. I gotta tap in. So they need to finish. Stop playing with me, man. I gotta hold Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just about to say (laughs) that too. No, you good. Go ahead, bro. Um. So, like, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I'm down for it. Sure, why not? We'll, we'll see what happens. I like me a good mystery. Um, mm. Robert Downey Jr. playing the character. Hey, Bill's got to get paid. People got to eat. So, like, good for him. Happy that he, he's reprising the role. I heard he did a good job in the last one. Yeah. I don't we'll know see. if he's I'll, reprising, I'll though. He's, he's, definitely, he's definitely executive producing. I don't know if he's going to be back in the role. But I, mm-hmm. that's also another question I have. I hope like, he's not. I not, don't not, not because want... he's a bad... Yeah, no, no. He was actually a good Sherlock. He was actually a pretty yeah. good Sherlock. I, I liked him in Sherlock. Yeah. But the thing for me is, okay, where would you go? Because, okay, this is this is also my gripe. If we gonna leave that Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch alone, if you're gonna do that and just leave it in the wayside and you're gonna start this whole another cinematic universe, you need to bring his ass back for that. You, you need to yeah. stop playing with me, pay him whatever he wants, let him do what he does, let him and old bro come back on, um, what's the name? Uh Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name. It's Martin something. I'm I'm literally blanking on his name. Dude from, dude from um, Black Panther, the white guy. I know who you're talking Bill about. Up. I don't know his name. I know Martin, I, I know Martin who you're Freeman. talking about. Martin Freeman. Okay. Martin Freeman. Thank you. I think it's Martin I know Freeman. Specifically, who you're talking about? Like I can yeah. I can visualize him right here. I just don't know his name at all. I'm pretty sure it's Martin Freeman, but I could be wrong. Wait, wait we got a fact check. We got a fact. Check. Yep, it's Martin Freeman. All right, cool. We're good. Random ass trivia. We're out here. But yeah, Martin Freeman. You need to pay both of them, Sherlock and Watson. Pay them whatever they need, and that's good. Just just put them in there. Put them in the show. Now I don't know what direction that they're gonna take though, because again they could they could just as well do the whole like you know what's the name uh, Eleven from Stranger Things. I know Millie Bobby Brown she could be an Enola 
You know what I'm saying? She's yeah. connecting the universe. Like, there's so many directions that they could actually go with this. I don't know if they're going to, like, restart, reboot, or translate anything from the previous iterations in the past few years to this. It's a really open in the air. But my suggestion, just bring back Benedict Cumberbatch. Bring back Martin Freeman. Bring back that iteration of Sherlock. And just You can just repackage it however you want. And we good, bro. We good. That's just my personal thing. But you know what? For me, uh, again, I've always enjoyed uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, you know, films media in general so i'd be interested to see this but the question for me is does everything need a cinematic universe now because you see no. it everything is just, please explain why because i agree with you i just want the people at home to understand what where i'm coming from um it's because everybody loves the marvel movies and i think that's why is because i think a lot of companies saw the payoff that uh marvel received when they made all these movies and then connected them with avengers i don't think we need an, any kind of universe for a lot of things even like even like batman as much as i love batman if we didn't get a dc universe or dc cinematic universe i think it'd be fine because oh, these movies are just good on themselves my gosh you just reminded me too that loki could have been a second story bro i had a rumor i had a rumor that they were trying to do rewrites for this flash stuff and they was going to try and include Battinson in the DCEU. Now, let me let me take this off real quick. Let me take this. Let me look right down the barrel. Listen. Uh, you niggas at WB. Let me, let me talk to you real quick. Y- your boy just dropped 700 plus. 700 plus million on his own. Le- by his lonesome. He ain't have no other major cast member to do nothing. Now, why? Why would you try and hodgepodge so many different moving parts together when y'all can't even get one thing right outside of Batman, outside of this? Right now, the Flash is in, 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 uh, like, it's in disarray. Your boy harassing people in Hawaii or whatnot. You can't get your mans under control. You might have to get the TV Flash to go in and stand in for him. Like, that's one. Y'all can't even, directors like, yo, I'm not doing no Superman, bro. Yeah, y'all complain too much. I'm not doing no damn Superman. Y'all shit is in disarray, and y'all want to add to the mix by throwing Batman in there? Well, leave, leave, leave Batman alone. Leave Battinson alone. You can put whatever other Batman in there. You know what I'm saying? You can do whatever you want on that side. Leave Battinson. Leave, leave, leave that. Leave that whole franchise alone. I forgot. I forgot Bro's name that was directing the shit. <laughs> it just slipped uh, my mind. That directed what? Batman? Um, the Batman. Yeah, this one. It's like, uh, what's uh, you, you've said his name to me so many times that I still cannot I, I, remember it. I know, I know. I'm just like, what the fuck? It's, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. Hold on, nah, I gotta get this right. Matt I gotta, Reeves. I gotta, Matt Reeves. Ma- Captain, thank you, Captain Matt Reeves. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Tripp. Pre- appreciate you, man. My namesake. I love, it's love, bro. Uh, <laughs> Matt Reeves, you, the better. Please do whatever you can to tell these studio heads back the fuck up. This this is this is a slippery slope, and you don't want Batson doing no, nah, bro. Listen, you got some. You cooking with gas right now. You cooking with straight gasoline. Don't put a fine line. Tell them do not cross this line. Don't do it. Don't do it, bro. We've seen how this goes with connected universes that aren't properly set up. The like one of the only good ones took took about a decade to fully come to fruition. Like, come on now. Let's let's be real about this. And I think that's also the problem. Now, here's my thing. I'm not mad at connected universes. I'm actually not mad at them at all in, in any other format. But again, because of Marvel and the fact that we just saw or many studios probably saw the fruits of the labor instead of the actual entire process of them setting it up. 
They were like, okay, okay, that one, they're like, there's, okay, they're making movies, blah, 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 blah. Then they saw Avengers makes big money, and they are like, oh, we just need team-up movies now. We just need to set all this up consistently. Yeah. And then they're just trying to rush all this different stuff there instead of actually taking the time to carefully plant a narrative around these characters and build them up on their own and then weave them into a world where they're connected in a in a calm, in a very consistent and intentional tone. But they just want to hodgepodge and mix shit there. And that's how you get, you know what I'm saying? That's how you get, oh, what's it called? The uh that's how, that's how you get that Justice League movie that was not the Snyder Cut. That's how you get all these yeah. other hodgepodge BS films that aren't good. So yeah. I have no problem actually in reality with connected universes. And honestly, I do like them because I do like when things t- tend to cross over. Like, come on, you, you know the, the That So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana? That shit was yeah. fire because they took their time. They took their yeah. time. All right? Albeit it was, again, fairly fast as hell, but shit like that. You enjoy because it's not like, okay, out the blue. It seems yeah. pretty logical. The plot made sense for why, you know what I'm saying, they all showed up at this one spot. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, okay, you know, just shit yeah. just happened. I don't know why I'm using that as an example, but damn it, it's a good example, so I don't I, care. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, if that's what you want to go with. Like, I don't give it. So, I don't give it. Listen, that's, that was better than Justice League. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you that right now. Definitely, definitely was a better team than Justice League. Um, I will say, I don't like, I don't like extended universes. Uni- shit being in the same universe, to me, is fine. Um, a mm. lot of the sense, like, and people, like, interacting, depending on the, the severity of it, is fine. I just hate it when they use these team ups for something like, yeah. oh, is that uh, Sherlock Holmes? And it's like, yeah, we have Sherlock Holmes interacting with um, Lupin the Third. That's the, the only yeah. thing I could think of. Um, <laughs> and like the reason they're interacting is because they're in the same world. And now you're using Lupin, you're using Sherlock Holmes to drive people to Lupin, like what the CW did with Arrow mm. and Flash. Like they were yeah. like, oh, you want to know what's going on in Arrow right now? Well, guess mm. what? You got to go watch Flash. And it's like, well, why the fuck does this ridiculous. show have anything to, in it? And do, it's things do. like that, that I'm, you don't need that. You don't need that. Um, and that's why I wish they just stopped doing it in general. Like if a one-time crossover episode or movie or whatever, sure. But that like, there's just certain things that we don't need. Um, but people think that because I'm going to make a lot of money off of it, uh, happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. It's just like, it just sucks sometimes because people rush to make connect universes that people aren't even clinging to. They like, they, sometimes the first show didn't even marinate in people's heads and you're already rushing to the second and third iteration where all this other stuff is like, you know, in the works and they're all connected now. When like great shows are getting canceled in one season and stuff, you're just like, yo, we didn't have enough time to cook on that. This could have been a great yeah. show in its own right. So many standalone joints. Like, I don't know, man. It's It's wild. It's wild. Like, you look at shows like Watchmen and stuff like that. The new, the the, the new, the newer Watchmen with uh, what's her name, Regina. I, I don't know if it's King or Hall. I think it's Regina King. Yeah, I think it's Regina <laughs> King. But with her, that iteration of of Watchmen, that that HBO series, and how that was just again a standalone bit, a really great piece of media, but it didn't need anything extra because it it already had enough connections in and of itself, and it was still an insular story where it's focused on new characters and a new set of. You know, again, a, a new set of conflicts, but it was yeah. still connected to the whole Watchmen universe and it didn't need no, okay, you know, we're, we're setting up for this whole new thing down the line, just left it there. And yeah. I don't know, man, some, some things just don't need extra, extra things, man. Some, some things don't need extra, you know, iterations or collabs or teammate things. And some things require it. Some things are actually naturally progressing towards it. Shout out the trips in the chat. Power Rangers 2, exactly. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He is right. There's a lot of he is there's a lot of shit that, can, that can be funded, but instead we're just trying to make this. I have my I have a lot of feelings about what Marvel has done to to media in general. The, 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 well, we don't have time for that. We don't have time. Oh, for that. facts. Yo, the, oh, also this is a random side though. Did you see this thing? Oh, <laughs> Tyrese saw a fake quote from Martin Scorsese praising Morbius, and then he posted it on his Instagram like it was actually real. He was like, "Wow, I can't believe it, man! Big ups to you, King." He's talking to the director. He's like, "Yo, man, it's Martin Scorsese, the king of cinema, talking about it." I'm like, "Tyrese, boy, what the fuck? You fall for it every time, Tyrese, bro." <laughs> but it's also like, yeah, man, Marvel Cinema is like, listen, it's cool. Well, we're going to have this discussion one day of how it's not the pinnacle of cinema, guys. It's great for me, for the for the nerd and me and all that stuff like that. It's fantastic. And it soothes my soul. But I know there's a threshold for this. Yeah. Like, but that's an, again, that's another conversation for another day. Mm-mm, man. All right. Let's move on to some surprising news. I, I, I have not mentioned this game in a long time on this show or even in my life as of late. Halo Infinite. It has been a long, long, long time since it's been mentioned, but we finally have updates on Halo Infinite and Season 2 changes that are coming to the game, which involves some shifts like Attrition, uh, which is a revivable teammate mode, and King of the Hill being added to the rotation of game modes. Global melee damage uh, decreasing uh, by 10% on all weapons, PC crash and glitch fixes, a new arena map in Castle, and more with a lot of improvements and talk and, and talk about, you know, again, just new process changes and stuff in the air. The new season is set to release on May 3rd. So we actually have new content coming on May 3rd. So, I mean, again, new season and actual update. What, what, what's, what's going on, when? So it's April. So, yeah, so it'd be January, February, April, May. So it'd be next month. Um, And it released in November, December, January, February, uh, March, April. That's six months of nothing. Six months that's six that's six months i'm happy that they're doing something though because not to bring up not to keep beating a dead horse but i fucking <laughs> hate this horse uh battlefield 2042 it took them six months to get a scoreboard so uh... you know what at least they're doing something at least somebody gives a fuck but they're taking way <laughs> too long with it they should have the thing is like in december when they dropped a the single player great awesome um love that and it is content. It is content. So I don't even want to consider it from November till till May. You got to really kind of consider it from December because that's when the game dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think like maybe having more, like maybe having a separate team devoted to multiplayer because I know a lot of the fan base is dried up because there's just not much. And I know a lot of my friends who I used to play Halo with, a lot of people say the same thing. There's just not new shit. And they could have added like something smaller. Like, I mean, I'm not saying maps are easy to make, but like more maps, something. Mm. Or even if they would have added like Forge mode, like you like you always talk about, that would have supplemented them having mm. to really do shit because people could have just been doing shit. And that's what's like, what's funny is I play Fortnite. I really hate that I keep bringing this game up, but it's doing <laughs> a lot of things right because people can make their own game modes. Hey. There's no team deathmatch in Fortnite, but somebody made a team deathmatch in Fortnite. Me and my friends are playing it and it was fun because, and the, the game didn't need to do it. You can't fall like, to they they you know do it they, no they, they pushing right buttons like that's that's what's crazy um i'm happy that we're getting new content for this game to be honest with you but uh will it be enough to bring it back from where it was or to bring it back to its former glory maybe we'll see we'll see uh yeah we'll, we will definitely see 
honestly, Halo, it's a very tough slope for me. Because again, it's I I love the Halo series. And the fact that it's been it's been out of my consideration set for in terms of the rotation of games I play for so long right now, like it sucks. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It's not I mean, for me, I'm gonna move on to the next game that I'm interested in because it is what it is. But the fact that, you know, a lot of these game cycles now, I don't know if it was impacted by COVID or maybe just a lack of planning or something. The development cycle where the okay, the game drops, but then one, you know, we have it again, we have the honeymoon phase for about a couple of weeks, and then there's just nothing else to supplement it people are starting to change their perception of content drops and it's getting a little bit more demanding of course for the industry but i feel like for games of the scale and size you have to have some type of contingency plan for when you know there's stuff that might not go right or like there's stuff that might not go completely right or you know things might get sped up a little bit understand the process is the process but for for something like this if you want to be in the you know again in the limelight and kind of in a consistent rotation on on streaming platforms on video platforms on all this stuff and not have all the rhetoric be oh what happened to halo you know what i mean you have to have the consistency and content drops and now i feel like a good a good idea would have probably been to you know in the development pipeline if new maps and such were going to be a far way out try and supplement it with some old maps just have just have a classic playlist of just like oh drop an old map that we can easily drop from the files we'll just throw it in there you know what i'm saying like throw a blood gulch in there one month next month throw one more next month throw one more next month or, or just one every two months like something to have in the in the median before new maps dropping the whole season drops again having like an ad hoc team to help oversee that stuff could have helped but again i don't know the, the logistics behind it so i can't speak fully to it but i mean that's just an idea it's like having consistency in some type of new content even if it's a new game mode again like having a king of the hill I don't think it would be the hardest thing in the world to add. For me, you already know me. I've been screaming Griff Ball for like 18 million years. Just give me a blank, yeah. a, a blank open field. Give me a goal in the you know what I'm saying, a ball in the middle, two goals on the end. Let's go 4v4, 5v5 Griff Ball, and I will literally play Halo Infinite till the new, like whatever map drop. It could be a year. I'll still play it. But the fact that it hasn't been supplemented properly to the standard that we want to see is a little bit disappointing. But again, they come with changes, they come with new game modes, they come with a new map. Uh, we can only hope that it it really uh it, it really again reinvigorates a lot of uh people to turn back to Halo. But it's 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 tough to see, but again, that's just the the kind of the swing of the demand in the gaming industry, especially now for these types of games where you're you know, again, multiplayer is free, so you know, we wanna be engaged as much as possible, but there's only so much you can, you know, do with a free game, you know, like you're going to, you're going to play the game to the hilt. You're going to explore everything and do every like single, like little corner. You're going to explore everything. And once you do that, what's next? Cause again, with the free game, there's no necessarily a barrier entry or like, no like slowness for most people. It's going to be like, yo, get in. We're going to devour as much content as we can and consume. And once you get to that point of everything's there, what's the next thing? Because as soon as you, you know, lose that consistency of, Oh, I have that content. Now it's done. What's the next one. As soon as you run out of plates, People are going to move on to the next plate. They're going to go play something else. They're going to go at the, the Apex. They're going to go play Warzone. They're going to go do this, that, and the third. So the the onus at the end of the day, unfortunately, is on the development team to make sure that there's a consistent string of content. That's that's just my piece. Now, I hope this is really enough to, again, to satiate the fans that are, again, waiting for a new drop uh, come May 3rd. And yeah, I hope it's enough, man. I hope y'all drop good, too, man. That's my birthday. Dead ass, man. Y'all need to drop some good shit on my birthday, man. Don't disrespect my day like that. For real. Like. Come on, for just be, just be real, just be real. Yeah, 
another thing that I would also like to point out too is that Halo dropped in November. It was supposed to drop in December. Like yeah, they dropped early. They dropped early. They, 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 dropped they didn't early. need to. They, they they did not whatsoever. But they they did beat the rush. They 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 wanted to yeah. get ahead of the the cycle, I guess, of of Battlefield and what they saw are, are just the the thing community, man. It, it is what it is, man. It, it is yeah. what it is, man. Like I I I just want to see consistency. That's really all yeah. I want to see. And I will devote myself and put the time into your game and make content on the game as much as possible. But people have such a, you know, they only have so much, you know, like on their tickers for, for engagement. You know what I mean? The tennis yeah. span's getting shorter, y'all. <laughs> no, for sure. But yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, man. Uh, on to this next topic here. So we actually had a content update uh, this week. Speaking of revivals of games uh, that have just been dormant, we have a content update this week from Turtle Rock the team behind Back for Blood, as they announced the Tunnels of Terror DLC, bringing, one, a brand new map, two new characters to use, which are named Cerise and Hang, new enemy types, weapons, gear, power cards, and more, with the DLC pack dropping April 12th next week for all platforms. So, I mean, Back for Blood is kind of back with some DLC, but is it too little too late? What's going on with them? How long has it been since Back for Blood? Was that October? Like, October. the thing is, I, and I, I hate being that guy who's like, Yo, it's kind of too late for this shit because new content is new content, especially if you like Black Back for Blood. Um, I really do enjoy the game. It's really fun. Um, and there's a, a lot of replayability. But the problem with it is that just like. Once you played it, once you beat it and you got the stuff that you did what you wanted to do, it's like. What's the point of it? You know, like what mm -hmm. you got it. You if you want to be a live service or you want your game to continue to sell, you got to have things ready or, or specifically. I feel like what what hopefully happens in the future for games like Back for Blood or even Halo, like before you guys release, you shouldn't like release and then do stuff for the future. Like the days of that mm. are like kind of gone. Long like gone. you should have like Apex was one of the few games that was like that was I think that was the last game where you could where they dropped and then they had a long period of time with like no new content. And they and they, they stopped that. They they cut they, and they and changed now their they're, completely. You see now they're you see them. They're, see, they're seasons ahead of where they where they're where they're dropping content for right now because they know they yeah. need to have a consistency. And that's that should be the standard for all these games, I think, at this point now. If you want to have that longevity and success like an Apex in the community and to last this long, albeit of course, Apex only been around for like what, two, two years now, two, two and a half years? Yeah, yeah, so 20, 2019. Yeah, 2019, like, like like two to three. Like, yeah. But consistently at the top of leaderboards, beating out AAA title drops and all that stuff, it's still heavily in the discussion. It's still like arguably top one, like most played game on Twitch right now. Like, if you want that level of consistency, you have to have forward planning and foresight for the drops that you make. And again, this yeah. this applies the same way to Back for Blood. I like Black for Black for Blood when it dropped. Now, did I finish it all the way? Hell not, because it was hard as shit. Like, it, it was that, and I didn't have the whole squad with me the entire time, so I kind of lost interest. It fell yeah. off a little bit to me. Now, will I, can I pick it back up? Absolutely. I, I would actually like to pick it back up at some point, but it's already like, okay, I, is there, I can just kind of beat the main story and just kind of do my thing, whatever. The incentive to come back is lessened a little bit now for me. Yes. Like, okay, there's new content, there's new stuff, but it doesn't feel like, okay, What's my what's my buy-in? What's my price for coming back in to like kind of re-download the game? The cost for doing all that stuff, organizing all these people to get back in the game and play it and stuff like that. Like, is it really worth it? 
And that's the hardest mountain for people to climb, for, for games to climb, especially after people leave, after, you know, they've the content served their purpose, so they just haven't had anything new in a while. So for me, it might be a case of too little, too late, but I'm still open to playing it. I, I'm glad that they're mm-hmm. dropping content. I'm not sure if this is free or not. I think it might be free. A free update? I don't think it is. If it I is think not, the map might be free, but the, the character might... I don't think the characters might be... Yeah. If it's not, hold that, man. You, we good off that. You good? <laughs> but uh, thank you for your time. <laughs> yeah, man. Appreciate you, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. Shout out to that first level. You know what I'm saying? Got me through some real, real, real tough times. <laughs> I I really enjoy it. It's just it, you got to think about the genre. Like, we have mm-hmm. a lot of zombie shooters, and like, if you want to really separate yourself, you guys did a good job of separating yourselves. But if you don't have anything else to give me after I beat it, like, I just don't. I'm just going to either go play another zombie shooter. Or I'm just going to move on. It's not a genre that I have. I've been itching to play. That's why, like, I really love Evolve. And I'm really sad that to see it go because mm-hmm. I feel like they could remake it or, like, do something with it. Yeah. But because it's different. It was very different for its time. But, like, a zombie shooter, once you beat Back for Blood and you're like, man, I want to play more zombie. You can just go play, like, a, maj- a bajillion other zombie games that we have. Mm-hmm. Like, you, go, you could go back for Left for Dead, which was the yeah, game that facts. they first made. Which is, like, any... And- the the sad the, the sad thing of that that this game is it's always going to be compared to the Left 4 Dead series and the nostalgia factor versus the new it's going to be so hard to fight against that because Left 4 Dead is such an iconic series to so many and in Back for Blood again like you're automatically going to have that comparison because it's the same core team essentially and yeah. again same premise and concept so you're already up against the mountain making it making it harder for yourself in terms of the content and you know not having that foresight and content drops and again the consistency is the name of the game. If you don't have that, that's where people drop off. That's where stuff gets, you know, that's, that's where stuff goes left for you. So it, it is what it is on that front, bro. It's just, it's tough. It's tough to see, but my, my backlog's heavy enough, bro. I'm sorry. I got to get put yeah. back into priority. I'm sorry. If if you're going to be a multiplayer game and you want people to continuously play, you got to bring things for people to continuously do. Like that's just mm-hmm. kind of what it is. And it's, I, it's, I don't want people to be like killing themselves, making content for these games, like pushing out, crunching or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like if y'all, if y'all didn't have extra stuff ready, why not wait a little bit longer and be like, all right, cool. And then after three months, let people play it, let people who didn't buy it, buy it, let a sale happen. It's like, all right, three, four months passed. Uh, let's get, let's get this other DLC out. We got this DLC coming. Um, or whatever, but I just feel like if you want to be a multiplayer game, you got to be willing. If you want to be a live service multiplayer game, you got to be willing, or actually, not even that. If you want to sell DLC, you got to have it ready mm. for when your game starts to get stale. Facts. And that game came out early October. I don't even know when this DLC is dropping, but yeah, next week, April 12th. Oh, next week, too late. I'm sorry, I've <laughs> been way moved on. Uh, what that's that's actually a good question in the chat. What does what does a perfect live service game look like to y'all? Mm. Perfect is a great question because it really depends on the game. Um, That's very live true. service. It depends on how on what the game, how many things you can do in said game. Um, so if it's like a survival game where you have so many options and so many ways of playing, you don't need to update it as often as you would think. Um, but a game like Back for Blood, where it's literally two game modes. Yeah. uh you need you need a lot you need to keep you you got to think about it in terms of like what's the replayability like well you can do different builds in back for blood cool but is there anything outside of me going from point a to point b no what they could have did was do some procedurally generated stuff uh that's always like an easy cheap that's way of doing true. things like Back. hey 
guess what? Like that's why Borderlands has a lot of replayability is because they have not a procedure. They have parts that are procedurally generated, but they also have like uh, the slaughterhouses yeah, and things like, like that. It's like I want to grind loot, rejuvenate, well, like, rejuvenating loot lanes. Too. Yeah, rejuvenating yeah. lanes. You again, it, it's, it's either randomized every time or is it a constant source of okay, you can go back to and regrind, regrind, regrind. Like yeah, there's that. Like no, not GTA Five. I don't want no damn shark cards of GTA Plus J. <laughs> here's the thing though here's the thing GTA but gta 5, 5's content drop is, i will say is more consistent i can it give does drop a lot of con- and a lot of the content is free up. it's yes it's a cash grab to the ends of the earth it is for but, sure a cash grab to the end of the earth but they do drop but, content that's yeah, the thing that's fair and it's free I'll give you don't that. you're not paying for shit well you're paying for the fact that i don't have 65 hours to grind one thing so i can get yeah. the the one thing I'm gonna put money on it, but like they Facts. do drop shit. It sucks. They, I mean, but you also gotta think is like GTA doesn't even do that much different shit either, because mm. all this shit is like a little variation. But even just that, like I would say three months. If you want to be live service, three months. So that's mm-hmm. four big content drops. So if you were back for blood, you drop in October, uh, October, November, December. You would have had something out by January, February, the latest, mm-hmm. or even four months. Because the thing is, if you you can keep people playing, even like the dedicated fans, you can keep them playing for for three months at least because you could do some sales, you know what I'm saying? Like there's ways to finagle yeah. it, but I, I just don't think that you can drop something, wait six months and then expect everybody. Six months is a lot. It's a long ass time nowadays, Facts. especially with yeah. all the free to play games. And yeah. And everything else like crowding your vision. Like you have to have a good turnaround of like, like, again, look, look at like the, like the just kind of like the general wave of new releases. Like you'll get the buzz. Like, okay, nothing ever really that consistent. You'll hit like a peak, you hit peaks every now and again, but then you'll start to taper off. At some point when you hit that little like down part, you need content right when it hits there. Like yeah. as soon as it hits that little downturn and like it's getting a little dry, you're not seeing it as much on the timeline as much. That's when you drop new content. So yeah. uh, for me to answer that question, what does a perfect live service game look like to y'all? I'll say not perfect, but ideal. And I can use the example of a, 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 an FPS shooter, a AAA shooter, like a Battlefield, like a like a Halo, like a Call of Duty, because that's kind of the big ones that have, that we've been talking about. I'd say on release, you drop like you, you you drop your usual maps, you drop your you know two to three game modes, you drop a ha- a decent haul. But beforehand in the pre-playing process, you need to have two to four maps or two two to four maps or you know two to four maps, one to two new game modes, uh, a cosmetic haul, battle pass update or something like that. Like in the total package, every eight to ten weeks, I would say eight to ten weeks, and that just comes from pre-planning in again in 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 like the development phases and stuff like that so think about like two and a half months uh okay okay you drop in november you're waiting about two and a half months it's about january you know sometime in early january you have a small little content drop you know what i'm saying like okay you drop two maps you drop you know say you drop a couple of things here and there you know stuff to keep people refreshed oh a new game mode for this for this whole thing this whole little segment a whole little update here and there it's not the biggest thing it was not the biggest overall task but those two maps Again, those two little things, like these little inclusions, just keep that little uptick for the next co- for the next content update. And then you could also stockpile. You could be like, okay, cool. We'll wait like we'll wait like ten to twelve. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll go ten to twelve and go like a maximum of three months of a wait. And then we'll drop a bigger DLC pack on you for like maybe like four to six maps. And then we'll drop yeah. again, yeah, four to six maps, a whole new uh, battle pass, uh, a whole new you know, set, set of cosmetics, three new game modes, a whole new bunch of like operators and and maybe a couple new guns and such. But I would say in terms of time period, the most ideal situation, I think, for a lot of these titles would be uh, what's it called? Eight to eight to 12 weeks. 
but specifically eight to ten. If you can get in that eight to ten period, I feel like that's perfect because you give people enough time to explore a lot of the stuff because people are working faster and faster nowadays. So yeah. you give them enough time to explore the ins and outs of the base offering that you have. And then once that eight to ten weeks hits, okay, we're starting to see, oh, we've seen everything. We're starting to see some of the same clips nowadays. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Oh, new shit. And then now that reinvigorates everybody all over again and keeps that consistency. You want linearity from, you know, from period to period. So it's just having that timing down. I feel like eight to ten, eight to ten, eight to twelve weeks is that sweet spot. Yeah. Even like I want to say like the like Apex has uh it's their their seasons are in three months, three month seasons. Halfway through the seasons, rank resets. Mm-hmm. So that's another game mode. And that's for, a like if you if yeah, if you grind rank, you have another reason to come back. You the split happens, so now it's time to go back and re-rank. Um yep. You get events every season. There's at least one big event, but usually it's like yep. two to three. I want to say like mm-hmm. you got to across it. depending on season and stuff like that. You, yes. There's so much into it. And while Apex is not like the, the best not of the best. for it's me right now, of course not. But in terms of the content offering and the consistency in their rotation from season to season, they're doing it. They're one of the best people to do it right now, because if you're an Apex, you know, again, main player, even if you don't, you're coming back to something relatively new. You have either it's a collection yeah. event or something like that. A collection event, if it's not, it's an LTM. If it's not an LTM, it's a new season. If it's not a new season, oh yeah, okay. There might, there might be some little thing like you know, updated here and there. Like they just started teasing the new season, like I, I believe uh, yesterday. I saw something on Reddit that, that was about they started teasing the new season. So they're already the train and the momentum never really stops. Then you can say that okay the people's hype varies depending on season and what they expected from last and stuff like that but you can never say that apex stops and really leaves yeah. anything to dry at all in terms of their content in terms of their actual consistency they remain yeah. very consistent with what they do it's just the impact and the reception from the fans that vary sometimes depending on the legend and depending on whatever it is but that's that's how it should be for a lot of these multiplayer you know a lot of these big triple a experiences if you're if you're a multiplayer if you're an online game you need to stick closer to that format where you have drops that are again three months and under like two and a half to three again is that sweet spot and that's what keeps people engaged you, you gotta you gotta really anticipate people's attention spans for certain games you're only gonna be in there for so long like elden ring is gonna be in there for so long because a single player game there's so much content to the game you don't need to drop anything new for that for a long time like for them it's yeah. an exception because like you don't even need to drop any dlc or anything, anything for that but like another like again from release to about six months probably like five to six months you don't even need to drop anything probably even more probably a little bit more like but again i'm speaking to the multiplayer case and the online case you have to keep it shorter because people will move on there are single player games yeah. to play there are other online games to play there's free games to play there's so much other options we have so much on our plate you know what i'm saying we're looking at a you know what I'm saying we had a buffet we had a buffet so, you know, if you got to keep yourself hot on the presses, if people going to rock with it, you got to you know keep switching them out. If people going to take them up, you got to yeah. get new ones out just as quick. So yeah. it's crazy. And you got to think single player games are very different from multiplayer games because, again, it depends on how good the game is. Um, mm-hmm. but, that, but that's like that's a whole nother conversation. Because um, yeah. like think about it, like what if, if Deathloop dropped a DLC right now, depending on the DLC, if it's big enough or if it's good enough, people will go back. Facts. You gotta, I know I would. You, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like some people will go back. But like, if you're not gonna drop something of substance of like substance, like, or if you want to make be a multiplayer game and you're like, I want people to play this game all the time. Well, guess what? That's not a good thing for you because they're playing it all the time and they're finishing it. So what do you mm-hmm. got? They know Fact. all these developers know how long it takes to beat their games. They knew what was up with with uh, Back for Blood. 
And if they thought it was going to be so good that you could, the replay value was going to be so great um, that people were going to keep going. That's why they waited so long. And it, it wasn't. They, now, now you know, and now people, other developers to see that back for blood is going back. Let's, let's mm -hmm. track somebody, track those numbers and see what happens. Oh, people redownloaded it. Cool. Then maybe we were wrong and everybody did want to go back to play to pay back mm -hmm. for blood. If the numbers aren't as high as they expected, now they're like, all right, cool. Now we know for next time we're not dropping in October. We're going to drop in January or February or whatever. And we're going to have in three or four months, we're going to have more DLC and it might keep people hooked in it. Because if mm. you if you show me a game that consistently gets updates and consistently gets support, I might be more inclined to play because I don't want to spend $60 on a game or whatever that just going to be dead after I spend the $60. Unless it's a good single player game. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. It's all about it's all about, again consistency well i forgot what it was it was like the easy part is getting here or the easy part is getting the crown the hard part is keeping it like yeah. that's that's real that's real right there like the hardest part of getting somewhere and getting to success is keeping that status or you know getting to the next level above it and that's that's what a lot of these companies need to master now again the landscape's changing gotta gotta yeah. anticipate with it ah that, that was a good conversation damn all right i was there yeah yeah i like that but yeah, shout out to um, Back for Blood DLC dropping next week. On to this last topic. It's not anything, it's not news. The news is done for the week. Well, again, it was a really dry week, but it's a question. A very interesting question. Uh, as a lot of the Twitter world and stuff is uh, uh, talking about cancelable, cancelable takes, I, I, I have, uh, uh, you know, found it upon myself uh, to actually ask the question here on No Cooldown. What is your cancelable gaming take now i'm pretty sure this threads that thread's been established on twitter i do not care because mm. that shit don't matter <laughs> we're gonna ask you where it matters twitter and that's here facts this shit ain't twitter we're gonna ask you where it matters and what matters is the no cooldown podcast so we're gonna ask you when what is your cancelable gaming take uh there's so many um don't I steal guess mine the, the, don't steal none. mine. i know I, there's already one that we've talked about before in this podcast of course I don't I don't think I'll steal yours. What I was going to say is um, a lot of people don't want to be better at games. They just want to win. Like a lot of people really think that like, like a lot of people are like, no, I'm like, I'm the, I'm the best at games. They're like, oh, you guys suck. It's like, no, 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 bro. You suck, too. You just wanted to win. Um, and I stand by that because there's a lot of people who will play um, I had this conversation on Twitter with somebody else about uh, Elden Ring, and they were saying like um, somebody somebody made a post or a thread about you guys love to to run away or to overheal when you're playing Elden Ring when you're like somebody invades your thing. And uh, shout out to Pleasantly Twisted, she was like, "You're invading my fucking game. How? Why do I have to give you like? Why? Why am I not yeah. being rude? Why do I have why to not playing, be rude? Why am I playing play? by your rules when you invaded you're my invading world? Me? You know what I'm saying? So that I was just like. Yeah, a lot of, and I think we, we talked about it, and I can't remember, I think she said it, but it was like, some or somebody else in that thread said it, but they were saying like, a lot of people don't want skill-based matchmaking, and I was like, yeah, and that's something, even in Elden Ring, a lot of the Elden Ring community is like, mm -hmm. you guys don't really want to play hard games, because if you would, or to, or to be good gamers, because if you wanted to be a good gamer, you would play a competitive game, you would play something like Tekken, you would play something like uh, fucking Street Fighter, you would play something like Apex. You don't want to be challenged. You want to win and look like you got challenged. Like that's really it's. It's not about actually being good at the game. It's about looking like you're good at the game. Uh, I'm just laughing at Jay. This man in the chat said Kingdom Hearts is a disease. Get the fuck out of here. 
Fuck your take. I'll say that right now. Your, t- your take is invalid. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're canceled, actually. This is not a safe space. Oh, shoot. No, I'll mess with you, Jay. But uh, listen, listen, listen. I, I, we, can, we can go back and forth with these takes. I got, I got probably more than one. But I'll start off. I don't think this is honestly a hot take. I don't think it's that hot. It's just objectively pretty much there. Let me, let me be frank. And I, again, I've, we've said this before. And we've agreed. Uncharted is some mid. Y'all massively overrate that series. And this is coming from somebody who... No, it's too late. We're collective, bro. We get this together, but we ride or die. We ride or die. Come on. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Listen, I'm going to keep it a stack with y'all. It's overrated. Y'all massively overrated. And this is coming from somebody who actually... I really like that series. Uncharted 4 multiplayer was fire. Uncharted 2, one one of my top games on the PlayStation platform. Like, for real, for real. But y'all overrated like it's actually up there with the best of all time. Now, there's a distinction there. Like, on the PlayStation platform, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, it's up there. Definitely. The, the Uncharted franchise is up there, man. Like, carried the banner for a good little bit. Like, it was pretty solid. Like, good action sequences. Dope gameplay. I actually love, the again, the action adventure, the hunter type series, the, the, the treasure hunter type series and shit like that. National Treasure was my shit. Indiana Jones is my shit. Like, I like those types of films. But the fact that y'all put it on the pedestal of like, oh, it's on God of War's level. It's on such and such level. I'm like, y'all are smoking crack. Y'all are smoking crack. Literally, Tomb Raider did it before you. Before it was even a game, Indiana Jones did it before you. Relax. Like, take it easy. Nick, Nick Cage did it before you, bro. I'm pretty sure National Treasure came out before Uncharted. So let's, let's not act like this is like, again, this, let's not act like it's gospel, because it's not. Uncharted is literally like, it's some it's some decent mid. It's some decent mid. It's an enjoyable franchise, but it's not. It, it can't even crack top. Probably, what I want to say, what top twenty, maybe top twenty five franchise of all time. It probably doesn't even crack that. Oh, franchises. Do, that's a, all right. I'm gonna I'm probably keep. I'm gonna keep it a buck. If you list out all the franchises, I might actually do this like one day. Uh, if you list out all the franchises, I'm not disagreeing with you. By the way, I, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not I'm even. Saying. I'm not disagreeing. I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, no, you're. you're I'm, I'm just. Go I'm, on, just go I'm just putting. If you go down the top to like any 25 game franchise of all time i can think of like 10 like you know what i'm saying off the top of my head. i'm not gonna say it now but like automatically it's not in the top 10 because it's already 10 solidly in front of it and if i think hard enough and do more research there's gonna be a bunch of games that are literally on paper way way more impactful and way better than uncharted it doesn't even crack top 25 it's overrated but it's still enjoyable so just enjoy it y'all don't put it on top because it's not gonna make it that far i promise you that's that's one. <laughs> that's not bad. No, no, no. You're you're not wrong. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here like, like I can't. I can't sit here and defend Uncharted because there's a lot of them. I don't even. There's a there's there's a lot of the game that I was like, and a lot of the games. There's always parts where I'm just mm. like, yeah, I could. I, we could have skipped this. Um, mm-hmm. even in four, which was arguably my favorite one of all of them, I was just like, we could have, have moved past this. Nintendo does not love their fans is I don't even think it could get canceled for yeah, that, that, that's, I, don't, that's I, don't even think a, I don't even think that's a take I don't think that's a hot like a hot hot take bro I'm not even gonna lie to you Tom Holland and Marky Mark would like a word with you trip man fuck Marky Mark Tom Holland <laughs> cool but he a, he a Titan fan I don't, I don't know if I can rock with him like that you know <laughs> but nah the Nintendo take is like pretty it's lukewarm that's, to me because I'm like they've proven it time and time again they build up a, a, a really one of the most popular fight, if not the most popular fighting community of all time. And then Nintendo doesn't even acknowledge it. They don't even want to host none of the tournaments or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? A Nintendo fans die. They're diehard. They go head over heels. They accept anything Nintendo gives them. 
and Nintendo don't even care about them like that. Especially Western Nintendo fans, like they they get they get they get shafted a lot, bro. If we're gonna yeah. be honest, you know how many you know how many E threes and whatnot they get all these crazy the hype hyper you know like again treehouse reactions and stuff like that. And then the main game on stage was either Donkey Kong, Tropical Freeze, or Chibi Robo. And how many like depressed Nintendo fans that I saw over my time? Shout out to my boy Tyrone. Tyrone, if you listen to this, I see you, my dog. I would literally go into school after like a terrible Nintendo conference. I'd just see his face. I'd be like, didn't go well, didn't. He's like, nah. No, it didn't. it didn't. He was hit there just like TV Robo, man. What the fuck? I, I don't know. I kind of like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. It's like, no, I, I remember man. seeing Donkey Kong Tropical and I was like, oh, cool, Donkey Kong game. And then they did Freeze. I was like, oh, damn, we didn't. All right, cool, I guess. And that, <laughs> and that was it, though. That was right, it. Cool. That no, was yeah. the main course for that entire presentation, bro. Like, like it's it's crazy. It's crazy. And on top of that, he's he's correct on top. Nintendo does some real shady stuff with their past game libraries. You can't even buy half of the stuff that's, that's not even there. And then when people pirate, you shut them down. I'm like, there's a reason for the piracy because you probably didn't even put them on a the marketplace in the first place. Like, yeah. you guys are kind of the root of a lot of your own problems from that standpoint. So if you just acknowledge yeah. certain stuff and set boundaries, y'all will be fine if you would love y'all even more. But they create a lot of the terms for their ridicule, to be honest. They create yeah. a lot of the, the circumstances that, that you know, they get in trouble for. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's wild, man. Yeah, Nintendo, they be, they don't, they don't fuck with the fans. They don't. They don't. Oh, man. Uh, what I'm trying I to say? think if there's any other ones that I have. Yeah. Um, um, pe- people be underrating the Xbox 360 too much. They be underrating it. Uh, I feel like people, I feel like people like, uh, yes, yes. Cool today, huh? Now, listen, <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying the Xbox 360 should be rated high, higher as a console. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm seeing the young, maybe it's younger heads or whatever on Twitter or whatever and make me sound like I'm old as shit, but like Xbox 360 should have been rated higher. Xbox 360 is a top, it's a, it's a top console. It's a top console of all time. Like it's, I'm not saying it's top one, but it's up there. It's up there in that conversation. You could you could argue it to be like a, like a top five. You could argue it to be a top five, even the top four or three. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Top four or three. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest, bro. Xbox 360 was a diff. They they listen. They actually set up so much stuff for online play, party chats, accessibility. Like, come on now. PlayStation was not having any half of the stuff that Xbox 360 had in terms of features, compatibility, all that stuff. Xbox 360 was rocking. They was rocking for a good while too. Halo 3, Gears, all that. Like, and they was like coming out fable. Like they was actually turning up. They was turning up Xbox 360 time. So you cannot deny that Xbox 360 was like, it was, it was one of them ones. It was one of them ones. And nobody can deny that. Nobody can. I, I'm not, I'm not no Xbox shill or nothing like that, but I'm saying. It was crazy, and it it deserves to be up there. It deserves this cloud as one of the best consoles of all time. I will say that. Oh man, like I, I like the thing is like I don't have too many crazy ones because like I always just feel like, um, and that's not even like I agree with most mainstream stuff, but I don't really think of anything like insane. The only thing I can think of is like Crash Bandicoot is for sure overrated. Um, Oh, that's, oh yes! I love this. I love this. I love this one. Go ahead. Crash bro. Bandicoot is Crash Bandicoot is one thousand percent overrated. And the reason I say this is because there's like games on the PlayStation One that were like insanely better. Like you have crazy games on PlayStation One, and they're just like, oh no, the Bandicoot is the one, and it's mostly just because it's a mascot. Um, 
Same thing with Spyro. I don't really like Spyro either. I was just like, like it's cool, but it's also just like I, I would. Like, I go ahead. Spyro. Like, Spyro? I, I don't fuck with the Spyro. Like Spyro? I've never seen the Spyro game and been like, I want to play that. Was, Spyro oh. much less so than Crash Bandicoot. I'm I, I listen. It's a I, better I, game than Crash. I haven't played I all the Spyros. That. I haven't played all the Spyros, but I like Spyro. I think Spyro is a decent thing, but I didn't grow up with it, so I, I can see where it's like okay, it's not as enticing to some people. But I will go in with you one hundred percent that Crash Bandicoot's ass. I'm sorry, that joint is not that, that it it does not hold up in time. It's not as iconic. The only iconic joint from there is the Uber. That's literally it. I'm sorry. Crash Bandicoot's not that hot. I'm sorry, I'm going in on yo. This is gonna make me look like a PlayStation, you, like you a PlayStation said I'm hater, not an bro. Xbox. You said <laughs> I'm know. not an Xbox chill, and then some three back to back slanderous <laughs> statements about things that are PlayStation related. <laughs> <laughs> they go get me. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shoot, bro! I'm gonna see hella Sony ponies at my door. Rose about to be a rap for me, nigga. Nah. <laughs> At me, kids, move. Oh, shit. This is crazy. Oh, no. This is funny as hell, bro. <laughs> now, I wish that Phil Spencer check would clear. Listen, this, this I wouldn't even have this hoodie on. I would have put on my, I would have put on some Halo, bro. I would have took out an old ass wallet. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Listen, man. I, I'm just saying that I didn't like Crash Bandicoot, and I don't think that's the, it's that great of a franchise, except for Crash Team Racing. Crash Team Racing was actually pretty good. I, I like Crash Team Racing, but that's, that's that. Um, dang. What what else, man? What else? There's gotta there's gotta be some other ones in there. Uh I did not see Master Chief's ass. I still gotta watch the show, but yeah, apparently he 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 booty butt ass naked in that show. That's not a cancelable gaming take as much as all right, I guess <laughs> so. Weird. That's a, an interesting choice. <laughs> interesting choice, Spielberg. Okay. <laughs> no, I can't uh, I really can't think of anything. I thought you were gonna go with the easy mode, the difficulty thing. Oh, because I don't think that's a fucking hot take at all. I think every game deserves an easy mode. I don't. I don't see. I can't see that shit as a hot take or a cancelable take. I, I don't think that shit like it's a not, bad take. What's it's whatever. not. It's not. But to the general consensus of the gaming, it, I guess the gaming community, a lot of weirdos think it is a cancelable and hot take. You're gonna cancel me for an easy mode? Like that's the, that's what's so crazy. Like I don't even think it's a hot take. I I, it's, you, more, I, just, it's more. It's more. It's more hot. No, I, I wouldn't say you wouldn't get canceled over there, but they will give you shit. Well, I get, I get what you're saying. But like, I just like that shit is so out of left field for me. Like, if you really mm. think that shit, um, more a more cancelable take would be like, I think every game should have the walkthrough built into the game. Like, I think that that should be a fucking mm. thing, personally. Mm. And the reason I say that is because there's no reason. I think every yes, I think every game should have a, a walkthrough or cheats or whatever. And it's simple because some of us don't got fucking eighty million hours to find every single individual thing for something. Elden Ring or any fucking big RPG like you really think I got time like think about it if you were playing Skyrim right and you wanted to find all those beacons that are in the game the like collectible whatever the fucks and there's mm. like 56 or whatever in the game imagine if you try to do that shit without a walkthrough how much time do you think you're gonna lose on that like I was playing a game the other day and I was like I gotta look at a fucking walkthrough to, to get through this I was playing Tunic and I missed something and I'm like wow if I didn't walk through this area again I would have never grabbed this fucking awesome spell that I can now use to get further in the game it i like why why is that being gatekept you know i just yeah. i don't see it that's fair it just doesn't make sense that that's fair oh uh, that's, that's what i responded to dude. uh no no you're fine like it i i don't see as accessibility or making shit easy as a fucking in a in a something that's supposed to be 
fun and supposed to, to to be an enjoyable experience like i don't see how making it making that experience easier for yourself is a bad thing ever yeah i i, I and i see that honestly i i kind of agree with that for me it's just kind of like the, okay people who disagree might be i guess indoctrinated by the status quo you don't usually get those types of i guess assurances so it's like okay it is what it is i've 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 learned to adapt in this environment so therefore it must be the standard always but it it might not always have to be the case you know it doesn't always have to be the case in that sense so i i can see where you're coming from on that um i forgot about this one uh damn this is gonna make me look crazy on this oh shoot Mm -hmm. yeah red dead redemption 2 is overrated y'all come on i'm sorry y'all red dead redemption 2 is overrated uh come on when do you want to take this one? I'm not saying no. I don't want to take this one. That you said it. You take it. I'm not taking this one. I just one. saw his face. I just saw that his was face. a good game. <laughs> nah, listen, listen. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm not saying it's even a good game. It's actually a pretty great game. I'm just saying people are hailing it as like one of the greatest joints of like ever in existence in perpetuity. I'm like, bro. For me personally, I played through all of Red Dead Redemption too. I think it was a, a actually a great game, but to say to the to the extents and depths that I that I've seen it portrayed as again, I'm just like okay. To me, it might not have been the best game of all time. I I don't think so. I think I think people overrate it. I feel I feel like the extremes of certain fans take it to astronomical heights, and I'm like, come on now. Like Red Dead Redemption Two is not like I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying people just took it to a whole extreme level where i think like come on now come on i don't know i don't know it, I, it might be the fandom that t- that take it further for me it might be the fandom that take it further than what it should be I, th- I think it's a great game personally but like is it again it was like yo like don't even don't even release no more games no more this is it this is the pinnacle i'm like damn nigga like no more like this is it like any like at all i don't know I I understand where you're coming from because fandoms have ruined things for me. Hmm. I think that game is amazing. I I will say this: I haven't beat it, um, mostly because it's so massive. But I also hmm. have it on my PS4, and that's the main reason I haven't beat it. Like I've thought about buying it on PC, but I'm not paying forty dollars for it. Um, but I think it's a it's an, like an amazing game. I can't like I can't. Maybe on your own on this one, bro. I want. I want to be on your side. That's fine, bro. Listen, I'll 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 stand on my own on that one. I'll stand on my own on this one because I'm like, bro. Some I, it could again be largely down to the fandoms, but some people just overrate that joint, like to the to the ends of actual time. And I was like, dog, I I don't know. I just didn't think it was like the greatest game of all time. I think it's a great game, but for me personally, it's not in my it's not in my top games of all times objectively. I I don't know, I don't know what to tell we're you. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to make a list of top games of all time to figure to to figure out what what goes on this list and what doesn't go on this list. It's listen, it's fair, bro. It's fair. Name a better game. Listen, off the top of my head, I don't want. Listen, oh, listen. What would be a good? What would be a <laughs> this is gonna be wild. <laughs> nah, yeah, no, 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 no. Listen, because I'm trying to I'm trying to actually think. Okay, across all of gaming history, like literally, you could pick. Mar- I can go literally simple and say Mario, bro. I can go Mario and tell you the impact of that game, the actual like gameplay in the sense of time. More uh, that more impactful and a better game overall. Like I could say, I could say some, I could say some bullshit like that. I could literally say some bullshit like that. But I'm trying to think. Okay, objectively, storyline. Okay, 
it's a western nigga it's like okay rats it's a rat it's a rat in the group and all shit like that i i actually i'm not even gonna shit on the storyline because i actually like storyline let me let me backtrack that thought but what would be a better game than that honestly i would have said god of war off the top of my head like the god of war remake because i like that game so much but okay. niggas niggas could niggas could be niggas could be you know partial to that i don't know people people could so, be partial to that shit so cabin trips i noticed you mentioned graphics i wouldn't put that in terms of like what makes it a better game um Honestly, I can name you one game that's better, and I think everybody would agree. Um, Witcher three for sure. Witcher beats. three. Witcher three. Witcher three for sure beats. There it Don't is. act like you said it, bro. Don't nah, act like I did. you said nah, it. He's not an argument. He's not an argument. He's not a part of me. He agrees. He agrees. He agrees. He agrees. <laughs> Witcher three. Witcher three is a Thank better you. game. Thank you, podcast partner. Went easy, baby. We got him. We got him. <laughs> but Red Dead Two is is arguably it's really it's really good. It's really good. I. Mm-hmm. I will agree that I don't even know if I would put it in my top 10 games of all time list. But that's personal. Uh, I don't know if it would crack that. Um, yeah. But I think I think Witcher 3 or even I personally would put Metal Gear Solid 5 over over Red Dead 2. But that's that's also like I'm a huge that's Metal personal Gear Solid preference. Fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, first, I don't think it's bad to say that you don't think that that game is as amazing as people are saying it is. Um, and it is. In a sense, again, that's what I'm saying. Overrated. I'm not saying that the game is ass or anything like that because I still think it's actually a pretty great, great game. But the fact that people like again took it to like the OD ends of the earth. Like me personally, I not think Red Dead. Mean. I think Red Dead One's better than Red Dead Two. But that's just me. You're smoking. That, you're actually wrong. That, that's that's my. <laughs> no, you're that, wrong. No, I'm that's, sorry. You're wrong, bro. I, I, like, I like the story more. I like the story more. I, no, I, that's valid. I like, the, I, like, I, like, I like John Marshall's whole shit more. That was just me. That's just me. But that's my personal preference of because of what I, I played off of both. I just I, okay, like I understood the shit. I thought it was both of them are again great games, but I just think off of certain things, like again, my personal preference, and especially down to the storylines and the story beats, I like that side more. I liked it. But that's just my I, shit. Really. <laughs> I, I, re- I respect it. That's that's my boy hey, had the all, six shooter right there. He's like, what do you, what do you mean right there? One? One? <laughs> and Cabin trips. I can explain why I like five more than Red Dead Two, but we—I don't even know if we have that kind of a time. Um, but it's mostly not necessarily because of story. Um, graphics, honestly, I feel like it's really kind of on par. Red Dead Two has better like small details, and like there's a lot of mm-hmm. details in the shit. But I liked Metal Gear Solid's gameplay loop, and it's create like not really creative because you're not really creating shit. You're kind of just upgrading shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like Metal Gear Solid Five over Red Dead Two because like. And the thing is, I when I first played Red Dead 2, I sat in a chair and played it for six hours straight. No breaks, nothing. Like, I literally sat there and played it nonstop. But I like 5 just because I just like the game more. It's just more fun for me. Um, but you can't compare a Western game to a game where you have a, a fist that shoots like a missile. Like, it's two completely different things. I don't even like yeah. comparing games, to be honest with you, like that. The reason That's I said Witcher 3 is because it's the similar... It's a similar yeah, kind it's of a scope. Gameplay kind of style. Again, like again, yeah. horseback, same kind roughly, yeah. I guess, setting, rough setting. It's not like techno technologically based like and, that. Yeah. And even right. then, like you have Witcher kind of has the edge of being an RPG and being you can control the story more than you can do it in um in uh Red Dead 2. But I would put Witcher up there. But again, it's all really subjective. All this shit is really subjective mm. at the end of the day. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also forgot. I I again, this is stuff that I mentioned before. But Fallout New Vegas is the best of any best Fallout anything in terms of whatever. I listen, it's the best Fallout game 
and it wasn't even made by by what's the name Bethesda. That's tough. That's tough. I will I will take I will stand on that one. I'm not gonna lie. That one I can stand on. It's the best game with the Fallout. It's the best Fallout franchise title, and it's not even a mainline Bethesda made joint. Obsidian made that. Obsidian might yeah. be better at the Fallout game than the niggas who made Fallout. That's crazy, but it is what it is. That's what I. That's, no. that's what I believe. I, I understand that. I can't argue with it because I never played New Vegas. Four is my favorite, um, which yeah. is quote unquote cancelable in and of itself. Mm. Um, <laughs> but four is just a it's just a better game to play. For, for me, mm. it's just more fun. But um, yeah, I don't I don't really have that many because I, I, I can't think of one that isn't just like me shitting on the community. Yeah. Like right. it's, it's it's more like I have more issues with gamers than I do with games. Oh yeah, the games, of course. Oh yeah, no, no, no. For as many gaming, I guess cancelable hot takes I have for games, I have is like three times as many for everybody in the gaming yeah. community. Because <laughs> a lot of you. like like that's lot of you that's weird. the thing about me is like somebody will like when you say like I don't think Red Dead Two is like the the best game of all time or whatever the fuck. Like I don't think that's a bad take to have because it's subjective. It's a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Saying shit like. Uh, Elden Ring gets ruined by easy mode or whatever the fuck like that is more fucking egregious to me like I'll actually have an yeah. issue with that over like fucking hey I, I like this game more than this game mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. yeah I'm like how does how does certain people's experience that has nothing to do with yours impact the actual experience of the game yeah it had nothing to, like, it had nothing to do with you you could have played it on whatever I don't think it was a was there a difficulty spike I don't know I haven't played the game so I'm like I don't know what Elden Ring? Ring yeah there's no there's easier. no difficulty marker yeah. oh it, that's no, what, like, is there, like is, is there no setting is there any setting for difficulty no there is or... no there is oh so you... what the fuck is they complaining that, you know what i'm saying like, they don't like oh, yeah like you could has nothing to do with you it. could make what i'm saying is like you could literally like even in um what game am i playing right now that they asked me gardens of the galaxy or other games they literally say like hey you can play it on this mode this is how you, we want you to play it and then when you play it that's how they want you to play it. so if it's difficult you're like they want this part to be difficult because that's what mm-hmm. they want me to feel um, yeah. But putting a mode in the game, but it's like, yo, this will make it. This is not how we want you to play it, but you can play it. Like, who can't? Who gives a fuck? It's facts. Rock, it's rock facts. band's refusal to expand to other genres killed it, in my opinion. That's a fact. Um, That's a fact. Nah, I like that. I kind of like that take. I kind of like that take. I kind of like you that can take. like it, but I don't. I think what killed the genre is having to buy. The peripherals. Oh yeah, the, the actual peripherals. The, the peripherals were actually. Bad. I think that's what killed the genre. Because motherfuckers I, don't got space for. A fake I feel like they needed. To, I feel like they needed to also market the use of controllers that were also available for certain. That things. would have been better. I would have played Rock Band if I could market use controllers controller. and the peripherals at the same time. Like give like, people the option at least. I think that would have helped the longevity of it a lot more. Because yeah. Guitar Hero wasn't doing nothing, anything different until DJ Hero, or whatever, and then they did Band yeah. Hero way after and stuff like that. If they had some. Yeah, again, if they had some lane to be like, okay, listen, you can just use your base controller or you can use this and have this stuff here. That opens up the lane for so many more people who have access to it. And again, it's just the accessibility thing because you yeah. offered it to so many niche people who are able to buy that stuff. That means you have that much few that that much fewer of an audience. So yeah, yeah. you just kind of price yourself out with that shit. For sure. They they yeah. targeted and th- that's why I was like not surprised when it's all like mostly rock band shit, because it's like it's they didn't target like uh they didn't they didn't do a lot of shit because you can't like you can use guitars and like there's a lot of guitars and like drums especially drums there's a lot of drums in hip-hop mm-hmm. um but i think they were targeting like middle like upper middle class white kids i think that's oh, what yeah, their target yeah. audience was and that's why they yeah. were like we're gonna keep we're gonna keep doing we're gonna do the beatles like who, yeah beatles or like, whatever who gives a 
Man, that's another sure. cancel. That, that, that's not even that's a cancelable a different, take, That's bro. a whole different that's a, thing. That's yeah. a whole different podcast. I don't even know if we can say this right here. This, that's out of range right now. I don't even want to go in on that, bro. <laughs> that is very, very different. But yeah, man, I loved rock band and stuff. If they would have had it for like rap songs and stuff, like just let us rap over them, bro, I yeah. would have been going crazy. I would have been going crazy. Like, oh, man. Yeah. I, I low-key do miss those games. I actually miss those, those games. Those games are good. Like, like oh. I- my friend had one in college and he brought it and I was like, I was like, I don't even, I can't even, I didn't know that they had peripherals for this shit. So this mm-hmm. day, like, I was like, I thought this was supposed to be only PS2 era. And I was like, no, 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 yeah. this shit for the PS3. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a rock band, but that shit, the way licensing and music and shit works in video games nowadays, I don't oh, think we'll yes. ever see another it, game similar to it, that. Yeah, nah, it's, it's bad. It's bad. They, they they couldn't even find, like, <laughs> you saw having the Twitch things. Them boys got them shits out of there quick. They just let. We had a. We had Fuser, which was a is a great Fuser. game, but like I have you heard from them, motherfucker? I have the game and I haven't heard shit from them in a long mm-hmm. time. And I thought I was gonna be the 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 the, the game that comes back, you know? Mm-hmm. The it's, music it's too game much, that comes back. It's too much stuff you get wrapped in on, bro. The game is it's a lot more complicated now. I remember like PS2 shit like SingStar. I remember we had that in the house and we were just playing from there. I'm like, it was way simpler to, to implement that stuff back then because you probably just get a flat rate for this this many songs or whatever. Yeah. And then cool. You know what I'm saying? Or at least you pay this this amount to get them in. But yeah. now that games are that much bigger and they're gonna be, you know, in the public eye, it's it's royalties, it's all money stuff, licensing, and like, okay, it's a new source that they popped up from. What the hell? We never heard of this before, it's not registered. How the hell are we gonna get paid for this? It, that's that's and a lot a lot of hoops. Can streamers play it on their stream? Because technically, like that's rebroadcasting music, da 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 da. Like that, that was one of my biggest fears when I bought Fuser, and I was able to do it on mm. on which, but I'm scared if I was to mm-hmm. play Fuser on YouTube, it would not be the same. Yeah. That's why I haven't played it in, in a long time. I play it on like my own time. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because they could apply it to now. Like they could do it without peripheries. Cause I mean, like, you, okay, you do button combos, but then controllers nowadays come with like built in mics. They come with built in yeah. microphones like the PS5. So you could yeah. literally just like, you know, do it like this. Now, if somebody could foot the bill, like on actual, you know, on an actual, I guess, track list of songs, it could happen. But I thought it was a dope series. Um, there's not even a cancelable take, but Dance Dance Revolution is the best dance game of all time. I don't give a shit. I'm an old head. I'm an old head on that part with the dance pad and all that shit. Just Dance yeah. is not Just Dance ain't shit. Michael Jackson's the experience ain't shit. All this other shit ain't shit. Dance Dance Revolution, the GOAT. Uh, I had one more. I forgot what it was. Oh my gosh. Um, oh yeah. Double Dash is the best Mario Kart game. That's my, that was also my <laughs> Yeah, He's thinking, oh shit, he's thinking. He's like, yo, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> I that's that's my opinion. Uh, I, th- I I still think Double Dash is the best one, in my opinion. I would say eight is the best one, but I only could, say it that could because also, it, it, has it could also be because that's everything. Because it has everything. Yeah, that's. But I I if you say I'm not gonna d- disagree with you that Double Dash it was definitely the most original one, and it to mm-hmm. me is the most memorable one because you could play with two people, even though the second person really wasn't doing much much. Yeah. Um, but you can like, do swaps and shit fun. like that. Yeah. yeah, it's still fun. Like it's still a fun game. I I mm-hmm. I agree with you. That game is, is super nuts. Um, mm-hmm. Nintendo doesn't like making money because they would have either remade it or they would have made Bro. it accessible. Oh my something. goodness. An, on, an online co-op double debt. <sighs> Listen, they don't want money. They must not want money. They don't want they, money. They, don't they want must money. not want it because they just they just now in the past year and a half dropped the Pokemon MOBA. Let's not even let's not even do that, bro. They they behind. They don't want money. They, they could if they wanted money, we would we would be playing the new Mario Baseball right now, but they don't mm-hmm. want money. That's facts. We just that's got strikers. We just got strikers. We I'm happy that just, we got strikers. We just I'm got happy it back. We made it out. We just, we just got, got it back. 
Like that's we didn't even crazy. get it yet. When I have it in my hands, then I'll be like, "Thank you, Nintendo." But until nah, then, nah, he, yeah, he's right. He's he's actually got a point. He's actually got a point. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah, man, that's pretty much all the takes I have. I have more. I just haven't thought of any. Like I can't think of any right now. Like even today, what? when you when I saw it, I was like, I literally mm. it was like, I don't know what I can think of outside of just mm. like I hate uh, gamers. <laughs> I hate console wars, but like all the things that I think. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think are it's canceled. a piece of plastic, y'all. It's a piece yeah. of plastic. Like I don't think it's cancelable. Like maybe no, I can't, I can't think of anything that I'm just like. Yeah, you. Everybody around me would disagree and be like, "You're wrong for that." Yeah, nah. I I think we got a couple in there. I think we got enough for the podcast. For sure. <laughs> all right, but yeah, that's all I got on the notes today. Uh, that's all the takes. That's all the news. That's all the stuff we got. It's a pretty dry week, but we we managed to turn out a good episode, I think. So yeah, any any closing notes? Anything we might have missed from this past week, my friend? When? Um, try to go play Gundam Evolution. That shit's gas. Facts. If you still can, request access on the Steam page, man. Because I'm about to go cook some food, and after that, I'm getting right on it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I was gonna stream it after this, but I'm definitely just gonna play it on my. I'm literally gonna play this like in Discord or something. Because I was gonna mm-hmm. stream, but I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'm. I'm I might be able I to might, rage in peace. Yeah, I might stream. I might stream it because uh, I have. I've literally have not streamed all week. I'm going to be on tomorrow and, and probably Sunday, but still, I, it might be nice to at least stream for a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. I got to record some gameplay for this shit anyways. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Yeah. Any closing notes, Wayne, before we get on out of here? And now drink some water and uh, make sure make sure you save up some money because I feel like we're going to see some big announcements coming soon. On everything, man. Save, save it, save your money up. Uh, any, any missing news for me? Nah, not really. Just uh, keep on doing what you're doing for all the people out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all my niggas in the struggle. All good, baby, baby. I don't know. The lyrics are just in my head. Uh, <laughs> now, <nah>, for real, <laughs> y'all have a great, great rest of your week. We're gonna have an episode of this. Uh, it's probably gonna be on. Uh, yeah, on the channel probably either tonight or tomorrow. So check it out. Make sure you check out all social platforms. Uh, YouTube at uh, Otaku Channel, W O T A K U Channel. Uh, for when stuff, all the socials went easy for me. All socials and uh and uh social pages and streaming pages. Uh, that man trip. You just look me up. Make sure it's two P's in there, like a Pokemon move. Make sure it's all up there. Uh, yeah. And otherwise, man, listen. Drink your water. Tell people you love them. Uh, make sure you walk outside, get some sunlight. You know what I'm saying? Get your vitamins in there. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, if if you hold any of these takes against me, y'all don't shower. So make sure you go take a shower as well. So yeah, listen, we love y'all. <laughs> no cool episode 17. We are out of there.